You'll do it right to make refreshing updates to your home this summer, starting with your bathroom. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings every day throughout the store. Stop in today and shop our Refresh for Less Kitchen and Bath event to get up to 40% off select bath essentials, including vanities, faucets, shower heads, and more. Whatever you need to make your bath shine, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 731, U.S. only. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates. At the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah! yeah. Holy smokes! <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful. Beautiful, man. On the all-new TonyBrunoShow.com. Tap it. I didn't even kiss it. Jane. What's her name? What's with the rim shot in there? Rental discretion is advised. Because you know what they say. You know what they say. Look, she bent it over. <laughs> oh. Hang around the gymnasium. You know what they say? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Oh, yeah! It's like family. It's, it's like, like being family. in the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. Ain't no thing. We have a big enough. We have a big enough. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is. You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And we open today's broadcast festivities. Are we live in Tampa? Are we live, Luigi? We're live, Holmes. We are lit. Are you live, Robin? She's lit. We are, we are live, late-breaking, and local. Well, and by the way, I'd like to report there is no snow here in Tampa Bay. But for all the people now suffering from cold weather and snow, because it is winter, winter is here, as they say on that uh, HBO show, Game of Something. Winter has come. Winter is coming. It's here. 
That's what the Carolina Panthers are saying. Winter is here because Carolina covered with snow, and they tweeted out today a picture of the stadium down there in Carolina where there will be no football, and they had winter is here. So I looked at it, and I said, that's real funny. I'm sure the fans would rather uh, be sitting at home watching the other NFL playoff games today instead of having to go outside and watch the Carolina Panthers, who were in the Super Bowl just a year ago, not even make the playoffs. So I, I put a, a little meme today, which I'm not a big meme guy like Luigi Curto and uh, Joe Corrado. I'm not a meme guy. I'm a GIF guy. GIF, I'm There's sorry. a difference, man. There's an art to the GIF. GIF means they're all the same. No, it's me. not GIF. It's GIF. It's been proven. It's GIF. Is it GIF? Yes, Seriously? it's GIF. I thought yes. it was peanut butter was GIF. No, it's, it's spelled GIF. with a J. Choosy moms choose GIF. Tom. Well, choosy moms choose uh, a lot of things when they're out getting loose on a. Yeah, well, I'm not choosy Friday when it comes night. to moms. You know what I'm saying? So. Exactly right. Especially single moms. Absolutely. No one is safe. It is the Tony Bruno Show live on Audio Avenue on a Saturday afternoon where I was mentioning the weather, obviously. The weather outside is frightful, even here in Tampa. So I don't want people to think I'm trying to rub it in their faces that we're down here in Tampa. And, you know, the weather's glorious. It was yesterday on uh, Friday, but now it's Saturday, media day, here for the national championship. The college football championship games will be played Monday night down at Raymond James Stadium. We're at the Marriott Waterside, the media headquarters. And uh, we, we go out last night to have dinner with our friend Dean over in Clearwater. We went, to, of course, to the DuPont Registry first after the show. Dude. And then Luigi, who was reluctant Dude. to go there, then what? became... Like a child in Disney World, as he was climbing under cars, climbing into cars. Don't you dare throw me under the Aston Martin, okay? Oh, Don't you no, dare we threw do ourselves that. under the yes, Aston Martin. Yes, we did, actually. Tony. <laughs> I mean, talk about boys and their toys. They were so excited. Well, wait, you weren't excited about oh, the Porsches yes. and all the other cars. I was excited, but I don't think I don't think I was as excited as you guys were. That's not true, Robin. No, I That's mean, like, like, true. I mean, a different way. I think that, like. You I, saw the Carmen Ghia, and you're like, oh, my dad had a Carmen Ghia, and he never gave it to me. No, that, well, the that's dirty, not the, rotten bastard. No, that's <laughs> you know, not the that's, story. That's something like that. <laughs> you were ripping your family members. You were, you were talking about how your dad watches the Barrett-Jackson car auto auction in Scottsdale every year. He does. He so, does. And then, but you watched it with him, and you want to go, and now you're telling us that you're not a car aficionado? But you know what? But I wasn't Who like doesn't love cars? crawling in and under and around. Uh, is all I'm saying. Well, because well, you're a chick. We weren't exactly like you know crawling in and under around like you know we 93 Honda Civics. You know, you know what I mean. Neither Although I did get up see. close and personal with a Dodge Dart Swinger. 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 <laughs> and that thing All had like a, that thing had a 444 barrel in it. You know, it looked like an old you know you go back oh, to oh, the oh, early oh, 70s oh, oh. Dodge Darts. And I always make jokes. You know, I, I got a 68 Dodge Dart, but this uh, 73 Dodge Dart Swinger. That thing, you lifted up the hood, you looked at the car, and you're like, dude, that's a Dodge Dart, which they brought back, by the way, a couple of years ago, the Dodge Dart, but not with a 444 barrel in it. Well, not as cool looking. You will sure. never miss a South Philly collection driving in that vehicle you're right damn there. right, man. So they're beautiful cars, and obviously the DuPont Registry people, you know, they sell luxury cars, and they, they sell them for athletes. They get them for athletes and boats and homes. And Mr. DuPont, Mr. Tom DuPont, and, of course, Bucky Warboys, who's the general manager, gave us the... Up close and personal tour. What an amazing facility. Oh, my gosh. What amazing cars in there. And everybody loves cars. You know how you know a lot of people, especially supercars? Because most people can't afford Aston Martins and some of the cars and most of the cars in there. The average person only dreams about those cars. Even people like me who's made a good living, I can't afford any of the cars in there. Well, and the other thing is is that, that a lot of those cars that were in there, there was like 
one car that was in there that was only one of 77 ever made. So That's most the people Aston Martin. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that most people will never even see the car. Correct. Like even ever. people in L.A. You know, when I lived out there, you saw, you know, Bugattis, you saw Benzes, you saw Ferraris, you saw... I thought, I thought L.A. was full Bukaki. Well, that too, oh, but okay. that's a different right. uh, story for a different show. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Sorry. Meantime, so we were there and we had a lot of fun. We were like, <gasps> I can't believe you just said that word. It happened. We were live tweeting uh, yesterday. Robin was doing a live uh, Facebook Live from the, uh, from the DuPont registry. And, and people, you can go online. They have 6.4 million people following their Facebook page. That shows you how obsessed people are it's incredible. with luxury cars and boats because we dream about that stuff. We dream about big houses and big cars and fast cars and cars that, you know, when you see a, an awesome car on the street and everybody stop and say, man, look no, at no, that. look at that. Every time you see like a Lamborghini drive down the street, you go, yeah. Oh. And you know so, I mean? But to see an Aston Martin where there's only three of those cars in the entire United States of yeah. America, there's 77 of them made, only Worldwide. three in this country. <laughs> and the other thing is, too, is this isn't like your, your again, because it is a special edition, this isn't like the run of the mill Aston Martin. This is, this is specifically built to be a race car. I think it's yes. built like a tank, though, too, man. And we were allowed to get in. And I, so yes, we sit we in the driver's seat, and you can't even see the hood of the car. It's like being in a NASA spaceship. It was, and, and it's just amazing. And $2.7 million for a car. It's incredible. Is that unbelievable? It's too much, but... It's not too much. It's too much, man. I don't know. It's not too much if you can afford it and you want it. Well, if you got it. Exactly. You get it. And some people have it, obviously, and they buy cars. So we want to thank the folks over there. It was a lot of fun. And we may have to go back and do a live show there. We may have to go back... And There's, do a show from the garage. That's the one thing, too, is that the, the showroom itself is so beautiful, man. The whole, yeah. the whole building, when you go in, like, you, you walk up to it, it's like, oh, it looks like a factory, like a garage factory. But then as soon as you open the doors, it's first class the whole way, it man. Smells, it's beautiful. When you walk man. in there, you can smell cars. Yeah, Tony walked in, he goes, smells like warm Corinthian leather. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did my little Ricardo Montalban as we walked in there. The beautiful Corinthian leather. They got the, 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 the wax Richard Petty statue in there. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. If you're the, a car freak. You, you will absolutely go crazy in there. Yeah, it's very I mean, they cool. got cars from the 1920s, the DuPonts. Well, that was, how about that? One of the original DuPont cars was back there that he let us see that. Well, they don't really take it out too often for obvious reasons. Wouldn't have like 300 miles on the car or something like that total. Well, my favorite was the, the hood ornament. It was like a crystal, all crystal eagle. Man. It was a Lalique crystal eagle. Lalique crystal head or, uh, hood ornament. Yes. How amazing. No, it was great. And uh, if you want to go online, check it out, DuPontRegistry.com. The magazines, they're published every month. And we a, have the, we, we did a live Periscope. So if you go onto Tony's, Tony Bruno Show mm -hmm. Twitter handle, you should be able to find it. And we're going to have fun today. Now, as I mentioned, the weather is dreadful out there and up in the northeast. Uh, you go all the way up the eastern seaboard, all the way down to Carolina. There's snow. And obviously people in Carolina and Texas, they're not used to snow, even though they get it occasionally. But, you know, things are paralyzed. Yet, when you go up to where we're from, you would think people can handle. Now, you go to Buffalo, they can handle seven feet of snow. Up in New England, people handle snow. They're equipped for it. They know, but they also know how to do it. We're equipped for snow in Philadelphia. Yeah, we are. But you would never know it. <laughs> because if you get two inches, the entire world goes crazy. Correct. Every road is incapacitated. So it's not a rarity. Like, I lived in Birmingham in the 70s. We had ice, and people just don't go out. Because they're smart. Because they know there's no salt trucks. There's no way Atlanta's in the same situation. They've had Super Bowls where they've had ice storms. Dallas had an ice storm during the Super Bowl down there a few years ago. So in places where they don't have the big salt garages and the tow trucks ready to go out as soon as it snows, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, and cities like that have, those, have that equipment. The, the, towels, the tow trucks are waiting. 
to go out there and put salt down. They're on the brining roads. nice and early. They're out there brining. I, I was, we were out there brining oh, last yeah, we night, got, we, actually, we marinating them. last night. So the temperature today, before we get back, so we go out last night and have a couple pops and a nice dinner at, the, uh, at a couple of uh, locations owned by former NBA great Matt Geiger, who you remember may remember was playing for the 76ers. Larry Brown then got rid of him and gave him uh, several million dollars in lovely parting gifts. <laughs> I can't believe that, man. And he came down here, and he bought, like, buffalo, right? He has a buffalo ranch. That's kind of like throwing it at your face, right? Like, I sucked at basketball, but I'm just going to buy buffalo because I got made millions of dollars. But um, most people who get millions of dollars aren't buying herds of buffalo and moving to Tampa. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, they're going out and buying $2.7 million uh, Aston Martins, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and boats. Yeah, and hitting below 200 no, Exactly. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. That's all. But anyway, Matt Geiger owns a bunch of restaurants down here. We went to a couple of his spots, had some cocktails last night. And then our own Luigi, ladies and gentlemen, before we get the actual official uh, party started, there were, we had a party. Our good friend Steve Dumick, Dean was there. Our buddy Robert from PutterBuddy.com mm-hmm. and his wife, Tiger, were there. I mean, it was a good gathering. It right? was a good gathering. A lot of people that I've known over the years were in there. We were all having a good time. Yes. And then something went terribly, terribly wrong, as they say on VH1's Behind the Music. <laughs> and then some guy, I thought the guy knew the people that we were with. So well, some, he was a regular in the bar. Right. So they, they knew of him, and he had started trouble before. So then he starts working, which I didn't even see, several of the ladies who are because you know what happens all the ladies sit at one table right. and they're gabbing and all the dudes are over there walking around hitting on the other women in the bar as well and the bartenders but he was who, being who were all hot by the way he was being very 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 rude so i was just you know doing what i normally do just schmoozing talking to the bartenders hitting on the female bartenders yep and uh and the women were talking and so this guy drago uh, we called him yes yeah. <laughs> yeah drago yeah. Although he was like he a was more like dragon than anything, but he was like a skinny Russian guy with a bad haircut. Yeah, right. And I didn't even know he was Russian. I just thought he was a guy. He looked hanging like a out there. five foot seven version of like Andre Karolinko. Was basically what he exactly. looked like. Yeah, it's basically what he looked like. <laughs> and it's so, accurate, man. So what happens is I didn't. I wasn't aware that this guy was starting to annoy the women, like becoming really not cool. But Luigi, who was very much in tune with the women, right. Uh, of late, he uh, he did notice this. Well, well, it wasn't even just me; it was Steve actually, because Steve, Steve and St- yeah, Steve Dumick and I were, were were in conversation, and he was right behind Steve's shoulder, and I, I was like, I'm just like, I looked over, like, did he say what I think he's saying? And Steve kind of turns around, like, what the heck are you? Doing? And he knows because he, he's always at the bar a lot, and he knows that the guys are regular there. And so he's like, a neighbor; it's a neighbor, right. Steve's neighborhood. So, so it's he a turns place around. that he knows. He knows everybody in there. He knows all the bartenders, all the people in there. He turns around and Steve's like, what, what, are you, what are you doing here? Kind of stuff. And then he opened his mouth and then, you know, I. Pers- and then we have the tape yeah. of what Luigi did to defend the damsels in distress last night, showing that he is a real man's man. And that's why he works out and hoists and, and actually put up what? 300 watt on the, on the flat well, the bench? Ma- the max is 315, man. 315 on the flat bench. That's why he goes to the gym and hoist major iron so that when something happens in a bar, he is ready to defend damsels in distress. And we have tape. What did you say? Oh. You're talking to me all wrong. It's, it's the wrong tone. You do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. 
Well, that was actually the, the very dulled down version. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. That's before every, you got animated. Well, every time he kept trying to say, he was like, he's like, let me apologize. I said, the time for you to apologize is come and gone, my man. I need you to get up, get away from this table, and go the hell outside. And he's you like, didn't oh. have a soldering iron, no, though, Every right? time yeah. he spoke, it was just like, shut up. That's it. Go. Go away. Bye-bye. And See then you. it became an actual confrontation. He, yeah, and then he got Not with you, up. though. You didn't drop the guy. No, well, I, hey. I actually walked up to I'm the liable here, at the bar. So. There were two women, attractive women, sitting at the bar. And I walked up to him. I said, is this guy bothering you, too? And he said, they said, nah, not really. I said, would you like me to drop him for you? <laughs> I went a little more did you give him, did you I give, went a little more upscale yeah. with, the, with the ladies. Did you give him this one time? Just, is that guy bothering you? you? Did you give him that one? I just said, would you like me to drop him for you? You know, because I'm a little classy like that. You know, I didn't I, go all, uh, what was the character? In the, the Christopher clip? Walken. Christopher Walken. <laughs> and what was the movie? Uh, it was Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt? Classic scene from Joe Dirt, yeah. Wow. And then I was going. I was going to go Bobby Bonilla on him with a, <laughs> at Shea Stadium back in 1973 when a uh, Channel Seven news reporter was asking him questions, and Bobby Bonilla was basically told the guy to make his move. You make the first move, and he said, "Make your move, sucker." And it was a profanity-laced get-together between Bobby Bonilla and a New York reporter from back in the day. So, no no uh, blows were thrown, but the guy was actually thrown out of the building by security. He was physically escorted out of the building, but not Luigi did not have to throw a single blow. Well, no, just, he left that up to the NHL and the NBA players. I don't last start. Night. I don't start anything when I go outside. I never start trouble in my life, but I protect the people I'm with all the time. And now the uh, the mayor of uh, Audio Avenue, Ivan Sikowski, yes. has come running in here. Well, while while they are discussing, I want to remind everybody that we do have open phone lines. We figured out what was going on. So the phones are fixed. The phones are fixed and are working, and um, you can call in now at seven one seven three six three. Tony, that is 717-363-8669, and our phone lines are brought to you by Pantamonium, the specialty design, pants, shorts, skirts, uh, jackets, pretty much anything that Underwear, you whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. You will make it. You um, move on. That you can <laughs> design on, yeah. yourself or have the graphic designers at Pantamonium design them for you. They're walking billboards uh, that can give you the biggest bang for your marketing buck and they are super, super, super comfortable. I'm actually wearing... Yeah, Robin's pair. wearing the hashtag pants tonight. Or I used to call them the pound sign. The pound sign, correct. I prefer pound sign, especially when women are wearing hashtags. You, you gotta, say, hey, you those gotta, pants look nice on you. Would pa- you like me to pound pa- you? <laughs> Excuse me. I notice you're wearing pound sign. Is that some sort of a signal, a pound message? It, pound are you sending? It, pound are you sending me a message? Part of me. Pound signs on your pants. Yeah. Are, are you? Are you asking me to tenderize you? Today? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're asking? <laughs> so yeah, as we're I out and going home, right it starts raining, pouring, man. It's pouring rain, and the temperature <laughs> drops, and all of a sudden. We're no longer able to say, ha ha, suckers, we're no. in Tampa and it's 77 we're going, degrees. What the heck is going on back here, it's man? It's going down into the 30s tonight. And Dean warned me about this. And then Luigi, I asked him to go and check the weather. And he says, oh, it's going to be nice. Nope. And I said, wait, Dean lives down there. And Dean's telling me it will be the four of the coldest days of the year because they've had unbelievable weather here in Florida for the last two months, 80s every single day. And it was 77 yesterday, but the weather changed because the whole south, southeastern part of the United States, it's not getting hammered with snow. Like, you, but you go up into the Carolinas, you go up north, all the way up to Boston and Maine, they're getting major snow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're getting so hammered. when the temperature drops here and the rain starts raining and it's cold, and now all of a sudden it's outside. It's supposed to be in the 30s tonight here. And I didn't even bring any long underwear. or I don't even have rain gear. Luckily, they gave the media... 
these nice wet, these rain hats which I in the get. goodie bag. You don't need it because you'd mess your hair up. Then you'd have to bring the blow dryer in and fix your hair again. You know what I'm saying? What's going on over there now? Well, we actually have a phone call, right? We do have a phone call, but I, have, I don't know who it is or where it's from because I'm not receiving anything from a call screener, Dean, over here. It What'd is the do? fabulous Jose, I believe. Because is it I, Jose from Norristown? You've got to write. That's why we gave you paper. Write a little note so no, I know listen, who's on Dean's no, phone. He's supposed to. He's been texting, yeah. Oh, okay. I have got nothing on my phone. We will figure that out. But I see Jose on Facebook Live. Well, he's like, hey, yo, I'm on hold, I, I yo. Probably, I know where he's probably parked at, so let me just pull him up. Let's pull him up and get him on here. Because Gino is going to join us today on the show. Blake Sims going to come on down, former Alabama quarterback who uh, went into the NFL, wasn't drafted, and now is playing running back. So he made the transition from quarterback, Alabama's all-time passing yards leader, Blake Sims, two national championship teams he was on, and now on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here locally. And, of course, uh, we'll also have Michael Clayton. No, not, uh, not, George Clooney. not George Clooney, Michael Clayton, the real Michael Clayton. Right. Wide receiver who played for the Buccaneers for many years and then went to the Giants and got a Super Bowl ring on the Giants team, mm-hmm. but obviously joined the, went out of, was out of LSU and then became a, Buc- a Buccaneer in 2004, two years after the Bucs won their Super Bowl in 02 against the Raiders yes. out there in San Diego. I remember that's one of the 28 Super Bowls that I was in attendance for. Ugh. So the Bucs with John Gruden beat the Raiders. The Raiders. Back in the day. We are, course, we, we are. Chucky made the switch of teams. You remember that. John Gruden coached the Raiders, and he went to Tampa Bay, and then he won the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I did get to experience one thing last night that many haven't, with, and that is uh, to be in a Circle K at 2.30 in the morning with Tony Bruno. And it doesn't, it is, get, any and it doesn't get any better than that. When, when you're walking up to the counter, you're walking out. This, this is what you walk out with. A six-pack of Corona, a dozen eggs, and, t- and lottery scratch-offs. And I told Luigi not to buy and any M&Ms. more scratch-offs. M&M's. M&M's. I said, do not buy any more scratch-offs because I am the mush. Robin's the mush in the casinos when I play well, we real broke even slots. Though. We broke even, though. And then, uh, So he says, you have $20? So I'm going to buy another one of these Monopoly scratch-offs in the Florida lottery. He buys it. Ugots, not Stugots, <laughs> Ugots, who actually is Stugots' brother on the radio down with the Dan Lebitard show. I still don't know how he gets away with that. I don't know either. Because it's not his real I name. I know, but I think, I think it's because most people don't really realize what it means. Exactly. They just think it's, you know. There's got to be some Italians well, out there who get the Stugots oh, reference. Oh, I'm sure, but, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. Exactly. Um, by the way, I want everybody that is listening right now, please help us uh, and share, repost, like um, our, our stream so that uh, more people can see it and follow it. Exactly. And it helps us. So thank you. Hit share just, it. Just and right at the lower, the easy peasy. Just click that little button, hit share. So on, on the done. Facebook Live page, if you're watching this live, you'll see down at the very bottom, as Robin said, left-hand side of the screen, a little box down there. What's in the box? Oh, what's in the oh, box? What's in the box? What's in the box? It's not a head. Uh, it's not what's his face, his wife's head. It's not Gwyneth no. Paltrow's head. It's not Gwyneth Paltrow's head. No, it's not. Right. But of course, the guy who uttered oh, that line. Yes. That's Brad Pitt. Brad the great Pitt. Brad Pitt looking. It was the worst acting bit. No, it was terrible, man. That's why horrible, we play horrible. that bit. The what's in the box thing has nothing. It's just a dumb sound. I mean, when you listen to it, would you ever think that he's he knows what's in the box? He's all bent over. Pretty. And, uh, and you know, Brad Pitt's a pretty What's good actor the, for the nah, most part. Oh, he's done nah. all right for himself. But that you know scene I mean? when they're looking for the with the box with the head yeah. in it, and he figures that's not the kind of I'm not a good actor. I'm terrible. Kevin Spacey did better in acting that in that movie in about 15 minutes than him and Morgan Freeman did the entire damn movie. Because when he finds he, he, he that's when he becomes aware that his wife's head is in the box, 
And right. that's this. And play that again. Oh, what's in the box? Does that not sound like a guy who thinks his wife's head is in a box? No. <laughs> that's not the reaction I would have. I don't know. Right now, you got me in a box, Tom. I know. Let's get out of the box. Let's get the... Now, Joe Quillen on uh, Facebook says, you got to go rogue and buy those scratch-offs without Tony and Robin around. Exactly. That's exactly. what I said. I said, let us leave. I gave him the $20. But that was the jinx because it was my 20 and then he bought a scratch-off and got nothing. Well, that, Just like I do whenever I, I buy I, a scratch-off. I got us... Don't worry. Till later on the night, I'll go, hit the, I'll, go hit the, I'll go hit the cash machine, and I'll get us back to even. Don't worry about it. I'll I don't want to get back to even on scratch-offs. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm going to be like that lady in Pennsylvania. Do you see that story? No. What story is a that? A woman was so angry that she never won lottery. So what she would do? always go in and buy scratch-offs. She actually started threatening the lottery. She started threatening the Pennsylvania lottery. Don't let her near a blackjack table. <laughs> that is awesome. Did you, you see know, that I story? No. Yeah, a woman in Pennsylvania was so angry that every time she went in and bought scratch-off tickets, she never won. Well, she's got. doesn't she adhere to the, to the advisory that, they, that Phil puts out there? Just keep scratching, man. Yeah, it's sooner or later. She's yeah, she saying, I've been and scratching like me, for how many years? And she never wins Ugats. And so she finally got angry, mad as hell, and she wasn't going to take it anymore, and she kept threatening Pennsylvania lottery officials. I think all of us who have not won, we should have a class action lawsuit. We should. <laughs> we I, people I, sue I, for everything, I can't be man. part of it. Don't worry. We're, we're I should save all my tickets and say, I have spent, I have benefiting older Pennsylvanians more than you are, all right? Because I ain't win nothing on these stinking lives. And there are people who go in and buy one ticket and win $10,000. Yeah. I buy thousands of tickets and don't win jack. So I am never playing another scratch-off. Ever, ever. I will buy ever, five. Ever, I actually have ever. resorted to buying like five tickets in a row, figuring, well, if I buy five straight tickets. One in every point, 3.76 wins, so yeah, i got to get a winner. Right? I would buy five in a row and never win anything. Not even like a free ticket. Well, it's because you're playing a dollar scratch. As That's Donald Trump said about the election, it was rigged. The lottery is rigged, just like the election was. The Russians must rig my tickets whenever I go in and try to buy a damn scratch off and win some money. Nyet. Nyet. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of nyet. As Vladimir Putin would say, <laughs> nyet. I'll tell you what. Why, why don't we give the people in Tampa a taste of Jose? Because he's, he's ready, man. Let's go to the phone. By the way, so it's rainy and, and, and damp today. But I, I don't believe we're going to go to Jose yet, though. No? I don't believe so. Because we have very special guests very special guest who just came here. Okay, now we're gonna, we'll get to Jose. We'll, we'll put him on. They just walked in. Jose's on hold. He's I want to get Jose on here right now. Okay, let me get these two so situated. We, so we can you make sure. To, you talk to Jose. So we make sure the phones are up and running. Exactly. And in 100% uh, perfect running right, order. I, I hear heavy Hispanic breathing in my ear. I think we have Jose. I don't believe Jose breathes heavily in Hispanic. Jose? What up, Jose? What up, Bruno's? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what up, Robbins? What up, Luigi? And what up, Tampa, Florida? What up? Did, how about Dean from Clearwater? Did you say what up to him? He's, our, he's actually what our up, phone screen. What up, Dean? Did you have a conversation with Dean when he answered the phone? Nope. <laughs> nope. He didn't know who you were? Nope. You did not know the famous Dean from, from Tampa, Clearwater? Actually, Clearwater. He's Dean from Clearwater, a longtime caller as well, much like yourself, Luigi. And, uh, and, and, of course, Jose. Of course, Jose. What up, man? Are you in the snow? Is there snow in Norristown, Pennsylvania? Yes, it is, yo. It is snowing at exactly 1.26 p.m. Do local meteorologists... Saturday afternoon. How much you got? Standard time. Have you gotten six to eight inches up there yet? No, not yet. 
Our local meteorologist putting the rulers out on the on the the patio furniture. You got to see the uh, yeah. You got to have snowball yeah, go outside and put. Yeah, you're God, right. That's what they do. To come out, they're chogging out Cecily Tynan out there in her big giant coat. Did Jim Cantore go up there yet? And uh, <laughs> and 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 go up there and brave the weather, trying to get on I-95, which is maybe the worst uh, road to travel. In look, any at kind of... <laughs> look at this now! Look at this now! The thunderstorm! No. Look at this! I hear you. I hear you right. What's going on up there? Three, uh, in a matter of another day from now, what up, national championship game? Exactly. What, what up, up? road tides? Exactly what right. What up, double doo <laughs> He said Yabo Dabo. Yabo Dabo Sweeney Doo is right, man. That's great Yabo knowledge. I believe they wrote a yep, song sir. about Yabo Be There. Remember Michael McDonald of the Doobie Brothers did a song, Yabo, Yabo Be, Be There. there. <laughs> Remember that one? No, I've never heard great that. Great song, man. Mm-hmm. Yabo Be There. Uh, was that the so, Doobie Brothers or just Michael McDonald on Yabo Be There? I think it was only Michael McDonald. It was. He went solo at that time. That's great uh, knowledge yep. right there, man. Now, who do you like, uh, Jose? Who do you like Monday night? Your Alabama Crimson Tide or your Clemson Tigers? I'm taking the underdog. I'm taking Clemson, yo. It's a good Straight job up you, or with the points? Straight. He's going money line, Clemson. Now, you remember last year the line was six and a half, and it was a five-point game. So if you bet Clemson last year with the points, you were a winner. And a lot of people are going to be betting Clemson once again with the points because I don't think we know it's not going to be 85 points again. Yes, last year was 45-40. Because both defenses are really good. So yep. I don't. It's, nobody's expecting a, another high-scoring Heck game, no. right? No, I think the over's still hovering around 50 or so. Yeah, right, around Tony? 50 yep. points, and they put up 85 combined last year. Will you think it'll be low-scoring or high-scoring, Jose? I think it's going to be up in the high-scoring numbers like it was last year. Because number one, we're going to be seeing a lot of matriculation with the ball in the air a lot. They're going to be matriculating? No, I don't believe they're going to be matriculating no. the football through the air. Clemson will be. Clemson will. I don't think Alan, Jalen Hurts is going to be running around a lot out there, yep. man, make plays. Yep, and he's got a cat named Scarborough to compliment him, yo. Exactly. Now, Alabama, I mean, they, they, these guys, nobody plays better in big games in Alabama. No, Alabama, Alabama defense. Certainly not the Big Ten. We know no, that. Absolutely not, no. <laughs> about spitting a bit. No, I think, I think Alabama's going to do what they should do, and they're just going to, like we were talking about this before, Tone, they're, they're going to hang back. They're going to play zone. They're going to let Deshaun Watson kind of give them all the underneath stuff. The important thing is is that, you know, once they get down to that red zone area, they walk away with a few touchdowns as opposed to, you know, field goal attempts. And, you know, like you said yesterday is that, that that Alabama front four is probably the best you've seen. Yeah, absolutely. And Clemson's defense has also gotten better than it was last year. But the only the only difference is that Clemson's offense has also progressed. Yeah. Alabama's hasn't. It's regressed, especially in the passing games. Yeah, because they have a rookie, they have a freshman quarterback, and that's where we both think that Clemson can can catch them. That's exactly the reason why I think they got a chance to yep. win this I game. I think they have a chance to win it too. Are they going to win the game? No, but I think they got a really good chance to pull the upset. Look for betting purposes, man. I don't know. I think it, Dean it's, is it's, shaking his head over there. It's, I may it's have hard to throw to, him hard. out of here. I may have to do what happened last night at the bar and have him escorted out, even though he's helping us. Is he, is he helping us? I mean, is he helping? I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's just paying for his own parking. <laughs> he's driving all the way from St. Yeah. Petersburg, putting he, many, many miles on his vehicle. He only made the wrong turn in the parking lot three yeah. times. Yeah, last night. D- in his own neighborhood. Says, oh, listen, I live here. I know where this place is. Follow me. <laughs> Luigi puts it in his navigation. And I said, Luigi, just follow, just follow Dean. And it, my, says, my navigation up, says to turn left. And we kept following Dean, and Dean kept going, making wrong turns and making U-turns. And I'm like, how does this guy live here? 
in the neighborhood and not have any idea where this place is. So we have a three-car convoy yeah. all making U-turns every block. I got to call the guy who lives down here and tell him, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work, man? The funniest thing is we turned into a, a hospital. Yeah, like, did somebody get sick? Is that like, well, well, this is a sign, man. Is this <laughs> an emergency? What happened? <laughs> but we got there, Jose, and it was a great night, and Luigi almost had to come to blows with some Russian dude. It's what happens when you go out, uh -oh. you know? You got to protect the you got to protect your house, so to speak. You know what I mean? Coming to our house, you should get your behind kicked. Exactly. Behind kick, exactly. Now Jose be, uh, Lamar before before we before we let Jose go to, there are people all over, all over social media. They're asking for Jose's uh, NFL playoff picks for this weekend. Yeah, you got any wild card weekend cuz the game start we got two games today starting later on this afternoon. Uh, the uh, yes. 4:35 game, Houston and the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders uh, with Connor Cook against been, Brock Osweiler, been, the quarterback who got a lot of money to be dumped to second string <laughs> and then unfortunately re-instituted re re uh, as a starter because Tom Savage, the backup, Tom got hurt. hurt. Where's Scott Mitchell when you need him? Yes. Yeah, exactly. No, where's um, Derek Carr? Derek Carr is hurt. He broke his fibula or tibia. tibia. I think it was his tibia. It's a tibia. It's a tibia. leg bone. What do you like, Other Jose? I like the Raiders. He's going with the stuff. Raiders. The Raiders with Connor Cook. Well, their defense better make mm -hmm. tackles today, all right? Because they're putting a lot of pressure on your match. offense, and their two wide receivers mm -hmm. are banged up, and their defense in the last game against Denver couldn't tackle me. They missed like 20 tackles in that game. You're not if you can miss 20 tackles in this game against the Houston, the Houston Texans with their defense, the pressures on your quarterback, a rookie, Connor Cook. I, listen, I love the Raiders. I just don't see them winning this game. Sad to say. I think their defense has been shell-shocked now, knowing that they, they don't have an offense that can go out there and keep them off the field. And that's what's going to happen. Yeah, plus you know, Lamar, Lamar Miller is about as healthy as he's been since the beginning of the season. And you're, you're going to get 100 yards rushing yeah, open. Tone, so. Yeah, you're gonna, the Raiders are going to have to control the football, and, and they're going to have to tackle on defense. If they don't tackle on defense, they got no shot they got no game. They got no answer for DeAndre Hopkins. No, no answer for Fedorowicz, the tight end. And you know, Will Fuller's kind of had a – the last half of the season for him has really dumped down. But still, I, 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 don't, think, I don't think the game's going to be won on offense. And they got an off, one of their offensive the linemen is out, Penn. So they, they're missing – and their offensive line is really good. The Raiders' right. offensive line is good. But when you miss a key member of your offensive line in a playoff game with a rookie quarterback – the cohesion's not there. So, listen, I'd love to see the Raiders find a way to pull out a victory. But the interesting point about this game, it will be played in Reliance Stadium. So the start of the playoffs will start Stadium, NRG it, I know, it's NRG, formerly Reliance Stadium, right next door to the Astrodome. We were just there for the Final Four. The playoffs start in the same stadium where the NFL season will end with the Super Bowl in February. It's pretty cool, man. How cool is that? Coincidence? I think not. I think not. And what about the now that you got Detroit and, uh, and Green Bay? Detroit and Green Bay on the no, frozen tundra tonight. Seattle. No, it's Seattle and the, the Detroit tonight. Seattle and Detroit, I'm sorry. That's tomorrow the two games. Seattle and Detroit well, in Seattle. Close, man. You know Seattle's never lost a home playoff game 7-0? and I thought I thought I, I was wrong. I thought they did. I thought they did lose one, but you correct no, me. No, they are 7-0 and in the playoffs at home, and they are, the latest line I have is it's still, what is it, 7 uh, Seahawks favorite over the Lions. Who do you like, Jose? I like the underdog. I will take the Lions. Wow. It's a dog day afternoon and evening for Jose. He's going Jose. double dog dare down, double dog daring you. 
to take the two dogs. We do agree with, with that one. I, I think, don't. I think Detroit's going to win. I think Seattle's going to smoke. And I'll tell you why. Two reasons. Number one, no what up, Earl Thomas III in that second. Well, there's no doubt they've missed Earl Thomas desperately on that defense. But they, well, they're at home, man. And they're, they're gonna be, it's going to be cold in Seattle. I, and Detroit plays in a dome. Does that matter at this point? I don't no. think the, uh, Detroit's had a great season. Don't get me wrong. But I just think they got the wrong draw here playing in Seattle in a playoff game. This is a bad matchup for them. Atmosphere-wise, yeah. But personnel-wise, I, th- I think they're right on par with Seattle this no. year. Yeah, at this point, it's stage. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I, saw, I saw a Detroit team against Green Bay last week that just did not look like they were ready for this level yet. It's been a long time, and they, needed, they need to get their acts together. Listen, I want to see competitive games in all these games. I don't dislike Detroit. You know, I'm not a Seattle Seahawks fan. I don't like Pete Carroll, so it's not like I'm rooting for Pete Carroll. I don't like the guy. He's a great coach. Right. So I'm not just – this isn't a – I don't have any vested interest in this game. I'm giving you stone-cold guaranteed locks. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, Seattle will lay a beat down on the Detroit Lions and cover the number easily. Hit the stone-cold lock right there. Lock it in. I don't have it. I have it in here, but i got to find it. <laughs> All right, Jose, there you go. We're, we're on the difference. Jose likes both dogs, and I'm going to go with both favorites today. No, yeah, I'm going to go with both favorites. I don't think Oakland's going to be able to, to keep this game close. As bad as Houston is offensively with Brock Osweiler, Wait, I just don't think the Raiders are playing good enough defense. You just can't, no, this is the bottom line. You can't put Connor Cook up against a starting NFL defense and expect him to win a game. Exactly. You, you just can't do if it. If he does, it'll be do one it. of the great stories it. of the yeah. postseason. You can't do it. Beautiful. All right, Jose. All right, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow for the second of my picks in the NFL Wild Card Weekend. Beautiful. Now, be careful out there with the 68 Dodge Dart in the snow. They're not really. Uh, well, just they don't be really careful in the snow, period. Yeah, but especially if you're driving the 68 Dodge Dart if it doesn't have a 440 in it with a four barrel carburetor, like the one I saw. And now, ladies and gentlemen, joining us, speaking of cars, he has fast cars, and he didn't even like that song back in the day. I like Tracy. I got a fast car. Tracy's good. Did you like that song? I like Tracy Chapman. Yeah, I love Tracy Chapman. Did you good. like Fast Cars on yeah, the song? Yeah, it was okay. It Please. got me started. Let's get, put our hands together for a man who picked us up yesterday in a very nice Mercedes. What, what kind of Mercedes was that, Buck? Yeah, it was an S550, Tony. Yeah. It that, was, that was nice. It looked yeah, it nice from, from, from the following distance. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was in, I was in the rental car. Luigi right. was following us in the rental Pathfinder. Yes, we had, we had Jeeves follow us man. behind in our car. So that no, could, well, no, it's uh, James. Well, now get the car. Jeeves, James. Jeeves is a, is a butler name. We already went through this. Oh, come on. When you have a driver, what should a good driver's name be? Jeeves is a good driver's See, name. See, thank it you is? very I much. I thought it was like James. Home yeah, James. James. Uh, Theodore. I think Theodore. James is kind of a, a, an Americanized Earl. version of Je- Jeeves. Je- but Jeeves even failed. Remember Ask Jeeves, the website? Yes. Yeah. It actually went under, and they yeah. changed its name. Yeah, that's true. Because you ask Jeeves because he's a butler. You that's always right. ask the butler for, for help, right? Earl's a good name. Earl's a good one? Or Hoke from Driving Miss Daisy. That would always be working Hoke? well. Hoke? No. That was, that was his character's name? Morgan that was Freeman his name. Hoke. Ma- Wasn't it, is that how you pronounced it? Hoke? Are you sure? Yeah, it may be Hoke. I know it was yeah. Morgan Freeman. I don't remember his character. Definitely not name. a good name for a driver. I don't think so. It's too hokey. Too hokey. But Bucky Warboys is the general manager <laughs> yes, he at is. the DuPont Registry. And he gave us the VI, VIP tour. The v, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to touch the cars. He actually let us go in. He actually let Luigi get like into all these cars that are worth millions of dollars. Unbelievable. I, I wouldn't allow believe- Luigi to get into my Jeep Cherokee. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> and, and, and he's letting him get in $2.7 million Aston Martins. Why did you do that, Buck? 
Well, because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> it's pretty unlike, simple. Unlike Tony, and I, he trusts me. That's the difference. And I, Not and only I, that. Well, that and the garage door was electronically shut. He knew that I wasn't going anywhere. And I worked for two of the greatest guys on the planet. I mean, other than that, it was pretty simple. He nah, promised Bucky promised Luigi that the next time he came, he could drive this Audi that was there. And now tell him to tell us about the Audi because it's it's a, it's a matte black. Audi, but it's not one of your basic cars that you're going to go to your local Audi dealer and no. drive off the lot no, no, with. No, 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 no. Well, actually, actually, that particular one is, it was the first um, Audi R8 V10 in the country, Spider, first V10 Spider. Um, and uh, it just, when that car hit the market, it was, uh, it was very desirable. And our owner procured probably, gosh, a half a dozen or more for, for, you know, so we do a lot of work with celebrities and athletes around the country to help them make sure that they don't get their heads ripped off. A lot of times they get taken advantage of, as you well know. And so uh, we, we help procure cars, but his particular car um, he's had for some time, and it's just it's an awesome car. But as I mentioned to you all yesterday, we've got uh, through a company called Speed Driven out of Chicago, we, we have a limited edition 25 Audi R8s that are going to have, um, gosh, I believe it's 1,000 horsepower to the wheels. And there's only going to be 25 of these made. The, uh, the engine bonnet has a digital signature of Mr. DuPont. And we had it and debuted it at Bear Jackson Las Vegas, which I know you guys are fans yes. of uh, Bear Jackson. And it was exceedingly well received. Craig Jackson was there to help with the unveiling of this thing. And uh, it's, uh, it's a great car. It's, there's only 25 of these on the planet. And um, uh, we think it's going to be a winner. Now, if I wanted to drive off with the Audi over there at, at, the, at the DuPont Registry garage... What would it? Uh, could I do an installment plan, or do I have to have cash on hand? How do you? How would it work? Well, could I get a good financing rate? Yeah, we could. We could get you set up with Woodfield Credit, which is uh, another one of our good advertisers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I got a shill for my guys here, but uh, Woodfield you have like a twenty-five year loan plan. That I, can, I can't do six years. <laughs> now listen, my my my, my cheap's on this. I'm, I'm actually paying off a car for six years, which I've never done in my life. Now you have to because cars are so expensive. What kind of a rate and what kind of a, a installment plan could I get up? Well, we, I'm have, a big, I'm a big Audi guy. We'd have know. to look at Credit Karma. My credit is is borderline excellent. Borderline, borderline. <laughs> I'm kissing eights, man. Giddy I'm, up. Kissing. I'm, I'm kissing. I'm kissing eights. I'm cash poor, but I'm kissing eights. Well, there you go. Matters, but the man. mini's got trade value. I got, I got some trade value on the We'll get you some seat time the next time you're down here. I also I'm told him, you, man. Uh, Luigi's a big fan of, uh, of, the, re of the, uh, the Mustang. And again, and yes. you, you, the, the car won't be going long, so I'm sure you guys will be picking up within two months anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Have you had to repo any of these luxury cars? Because most of the people who are buying no are, 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 not, are not guys who are cash-strapped, let's be honest. I mean, you're not, you're not going to trust a guy to say, yeah, you know, I got a lot of money. I mean, there's a lot of people with money because our buddy... Ken Cage is on the show Airplane Repo, where they repossess say. a lot of high-end assets, what? boats, planes, cars, when people don't make their payments. What, what, what we find, because we have some, had some advertisers in the past, because what happens with, you know, you go through nasty divorces and things like that, mm -hmm. and, and there's quite a few guys out there that have pretty bad credit, but they're not ca they're cash strong. Right. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's nothing. We used to have an advertiser years ago that advertised with us that, that was a leasing company out of Texas. They're no longer in business. And, and it's amazing. You know, you open the magazine, they were within the first 10 pages. And you'd see, you know, uh, back in the day, it was maybe a Lamborghini Gallardo, you know, monthly payments for twenty-seven ninety-five, and that was thousand, not American. Twenty-seven grand yes. a month. Yeah, American. About Jeez. ten years ago, twenty-seven hundred and ninety-five. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're you're talking two, three. There's lease payments out there that guys are paying, you know, five grand for a month. I could probably no, I can't do that now. Can't I could have yeah. yeah. swung that. Ten yeah. years I mean, ago, I could have. Yeah. 
Now, luckily enough for, for, for us, because we live in the city now, I traded my car and I loved my car. I had the, the, the newer Beetle that was the cream on cream and it had the, I, I grew up with Beetle, so I loved it. But I traded it in. It's a real manly car. <laughs> I know. I love that thing. Traded, and now I have a scooter. Yes, we have to I have tool a scooter around in the city. What kind of scooter? Just it's, a, it's a buddy. It's, it's a genuine. A, you need to look at the new Irby. Irby. I, I will new, definitely. I the love Irby that is thing. one of the newest advertisers. It's called an Irby, and it's 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 no, not that kind of. Uh, sorry, no, not that kind of. Where's the Russian guy when you need him? <laughs> All right, he's so, in the woods. <laughs> so the, so yeah, the Irby's a little. It, it's it's a two wheeled uh, kind of scooter. It's electric, and um, they're out of California. These guys, they just uh, they were out at CES this week, and it's one of our newest advertisers, and and it's really cool. We had two that we were we were tooling around the. Uh, office with and we got oh, another herb one on the e. herb e you got it typed up i do yes. yeah it's actually really cool it'll go up to and it's uh, electric huh? it's electric it's, it's like 15 miles so foldable you can carry oh. it i mean i need this no Tony, it is i'm trading in i, I love my buddy but i'm trading it but in yeah, i mean our buddy's four years old we only have a thousand miles on this so we're just right use it in the city because it's hard to park you know and it's only it's a, it's a 175 cc so it's not a toy you but know, two people can fit on it, but that's a good thing is that we can go on it together. We pre-order now. Well, uh, you this can't. Pre-order. Cool. That thing's Look awesome that. looking. It is awesome, and I'm telling you, we we rode those. The torque on that thing is crazy. You got to be careful because literally, that's not street be, legal, is it? It is. Well, it is street legal. It's 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 it go. They have it set up so that you don't have to have a license. You don't have to wear a helmet. It's basically a bicycle. Right. Is what it's classified as. So. Um, when when Dude, you check so that awesome. out, are that you kidding so me? That's cool. When you're getting on a Schuylkill Expressway with that thing, man. No, no, you're not getting on a Schuylkill Expressway regardless. No, but if, <laughs> you, right. if, if, if you've got an event downtown that, that, that you can't park close to, yeah. you park in a garage, you pull that thing out, and you can you can get to your event without having to walk you know, now, two how, miles. Now, how long, how far of a range is it? It's a 20-mile charge. It's insane. Dude, that's what, crazy. What are these going for? You can get that for eighteen hundred bucks. They've got an upgraded version that's, I think, two grand. Yeah, but, but it's, it's only one seater. So, though, so you, can't yeah. take, you can't but take you, anybody. But you on get the back. two of them for it's less. It takes up less room than the R one scooter. Tony, no BS. If, if I make the move down into the city, I'm buying that. Absolutely. I'm not that kidding. Cool. You, I'm not, I'm, I'll, I'll garage the car and just, and just use that. I'm telling you, that thing is cool. Like I said, we had two that we were cruising around the office with, and they've got some accessories you can put on there. I mean, you can put a basket and put some stuff put in there. Put a sidecar on there. Put a sidecar side on there. <laughs> you can ride on the sidecar. I'm not riding a sidecar, man. <laughs> Come on. I want to see you in bitch? the cream on cream. Is the what cream, I want to see you. God, I love that car. I got a vision of that. Woo. There's nothing better than... There's nothing better than... Top down California hair blowing. Oh, you mean oh, the cars or the top, <laughs> down, <laughs> top down? California. Yeah. We had the top down in the Fiat coming in. Did you really? Oh, you know Did it. The rain I stopped. I told my son he he gets cold if the wind blows. Yeah, the rain stopped and and so we were you know downtown put the top down and let it rip. Baby. And now your son is here. He's a big sports fan. Huge, right? huge. Now his son's name is Buddy. Bubba, excuse me, yep. and um, he is a huge sports fan, specifically sports radio, right? Yeah, yeah, he loves sports radio. We have him. Uh, we we have either six twenty or ten forty on uh, every night in his bedroom, and so he is just uh, he is a fanatic. I was telling Tony yesterday that uh, his affinity for teams is kind of fluid. And so, uh, so you like know. last year he was a Carolina. It's like Cowboy fans last year were Carolina Panther fans, and now they're Cowboy fans, right? Yeah, and, <laughs> and now now in college he's uh, what is it, Bubba? It's Indiana and Georgia, right? Indiana and Georgia right now. But it was Florida State, and there was time that it was the U and the Gators, and so. Well, it does make Christmas a lot easier. It does make Christmas. So, a lot you, easier. so you can't. He, he doesn't have one favorite team. We just he you can buy him any jersey. 
and he'll be happy. Pretty with much. Him. He got a Gronk jersey for uh, for Christmas. Well, so did most women get right. Gronk jerseys yeah, for Christmas. They point. got it from Gronk, though. Yeah, they usually get those on yeah, Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can see, you can see right now he's sporting the plant jersey. Yes. Oh, plant nice. High hey. School. Plant High plant School. High school yeah, yes. yeah, they're a real nice. deal. You know them. Yeah, yeah, the Plant Panthers. Yep. That's what right. Was, what position is he playing? Uh, he's not playing. He okay. plays basketball right now. Oh, cool, uh, he's man. Basketball nice. and, and a little bit of baseball. He so, could probably start for the 76ers right now. They need talent. He wants, yes, they do need talent. He wants to be a linebacker. That's his, that's Very his cool, thing now. He wants to be a linebacker. You know, we had, uh, speaking of great linkbackers, we had, yeah. had Takeo Spikes, Spikes. I heard that. I he know. has a book with, uh, in, he's good interviewed guy. all the great linebackers. Good guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, he really is. We, we should see if Takeo can send you guys one of those books. That would phenomenal. be sweet. Yeah. phenomenal. Phenomenal. We have his contact. We might be able to yes. do that for him. He's now, Mr. DuPont, it's Thomas DuPont yesterday. He was so gracious because, you know, the guy's a muckety muck. Yeah. This guy's not some used car salesman who's going to come down to the garage. from day one, pretty That's much. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. He came out. He in came the muck. down and gave us a tour. He was talking, and the cars in there, and especially the old DuPonts, because the DuPont car company made a bunch of cars back in the 20s. A couple right? hundred, yep. In the 20s. And, there, and, he ha- and he takes the one that he took to the Concours, the Elegance up there at the Pebble Beach. He won best in, uh, not best in show, but best in class. And these cars are just amazing, man. Well, he's, uh, I'm telling you, when I, when I say, and I, and I am biased, I started there 14 years ago, and I work for two of the greatest guys on the planet, and I'm a kind of a rags to riches thing. I started there, you know, flat broke as a sales guy, and I just worked very hard because I have a product that I believe in that, is, that is, has, has made its mark over the 32 years. And, and I just ascended through hard work and the blessing from the Lord. And, and they, they asked me to run the sales team. And, uh, you know, that's, not a, that's no easy task because I'm kind of like a player coach, you know, because I'm, I'm still selling as well as managing. And um, it, it's just been awesome. And it's so funny because Mr. DuPont, he's not what most people would expect of a of an owner in terms of he gets out there and rolls his sleeves up. I can't tell you how many times we've been at shows where he'll be out handing out magazines and people <laughs> will come up and go, "Where's Mr. Dupont?" and and he, and and they'll ask him that and he'll go, "Oh, he's, you know, he's back having a drink in the in the tent." <laughs> That's great. And they go, "Yeah, that's what we kind of thought, but he's out there just handing out the magazines." And then uh, Steve whom you met yesterday who he actually just sent us a text and threatened to come down here with his teeth. Yeah, he, so, he should. The one he got Scott yesterday. He would do it. He, lo- he loves that. And there was a, we also getting uh, tweets and people on Facebook Live talking about the Hulk Hogan car in there. The Hulk yes. Hogan yeah, car. The Hulkster car. Yeah, now, now that's a funny story because I don't know if I think I mentioned it to you, uh, Robin, that uh, uh, Hulk uh, lives or did live in next Tampa. to Steve. Right here in Tampa, yeah. Yeah, in Clearwater. Right, the house that was uh, featured the on the show. The house that was featured on the show where he had the rooster that made everybody right. mad. Yeah, he lived actually right next door to, to our uh, Mr. DuPont's partner, Steve, the one that you met yesterday. And lived there for years, and so uh, and and now Hulk lives down on the beach. But uh, it's uh, it's been crazy. We've you know Terry's come to the office. You know we you, you never know who's going to show up at the office. You really really don't. And that's kind of the cool thing. And there should be a reality show based in the Dupont uh, Registry, right? Uh, th- believe me, it is a reality show. <laughs> that's a certainty. I can promise you. Well, that. you know what? We have we have this TV show in the works. I think we can combine something and work something out. Well, come on down. Yeah. Yeah, and getting back to the DuPonts, though, that's, that's the neat thing. And, and as we talked about yesterday, it's the old cars. The new cars, they're, they're kind of cool. But these old cars that have the cachet and the, 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 brings the nostalgia, those DuPonts are amazing. Because I had no idea. There was only a couple hundred of them made, and there's only 31 left on the planet. That is just Mr. Amazing. DuPont had three, but recently and, and reluctantly... Uh, sold one to somebody in Wisconsin so they could be part of it. And they just had, you mentioned Pebble Beach yesterday, uh, last year, the year before last was the largest gathering of DuPonts in 50 years. There was 13 of them 
in a class by themselves. And not all of them. I mean, even if they still exist, they're not necessarily in as good a condition as that one. Well, no, the ones that, that, that are in existence are in good condition okay. because they have been restored to Yeah, such nobody a had one sitting in the back of a barn. No, as but you never know. I mean, you hear said, these oh, stories all, all the time, yes. right? It's not that there couldn't be. That's right. right. That's right. They, there is the distinct possibility that there is one somewhere, but they've done, you know, they've done some pretty meticulous, you know, scouring of the planet, right. if you will, because those cars are so valuable. I mean, we can expect, you know, that show Pickers. Any day yep. they yeah, could American go Pickers. across. Mike? American Pickers, yep. they could be I doubt coming across a barn somewhere. On milk crates behind the bar. <laughs> Probably not. <Yeah. laughs> I got a 68 Dodge Dart behind. Uh, I had on. actually I had a 53 Chevy that I bought for 50 bucks back in the 70s, and I was going to restore it because they were beautiful cars. Right. And I just never had the time, and I had a driveway that was pitched. So whenever I, I always had to have the car, I couldn't jack it up. You had to have blocks. Yeah, and, and, so, and you always have to take care of the tires. You're worried about the car yeah. going back. And I never had the time because I had a young family. But I would have loved to have restored that car because that was a beauty. Well, that, and that's you guys saw yesterday. I think it's a 68 Charger that we had in the garage yeah. there. That was originally purchased by uh, Mr. DuPont's partner for his son to, to, to restore. And it just didn't come to fruition. So we've got that for sale. But, yeah, the restoration, you know, it's, and that's the thing that DuPont Registry, our, our car magazine, is used for that. So a lot of people will call and go, oh, well, I don't think my car is DuPont worthy. Well, if you've got a barn find or you have a car that's a desirable car that somebody might want to restore. Right. And now... Cars that are in unrestored conditions are bringing even sometimes higher value than those that have been restored because an individual who's a collector now can put his stamp on that restoration. Can modify the car the way ah. he, he, he exactly. received. Yeah. Now, if, so, so let's just say somebody has a car that is one of those types of cars mm-hmm. and it's not restored and it needs a lot of work. Yeah. What do you suggest they do? There are so many... There are so many restorers out there now. It, it, it's, it's really, it's unfathomable. But you've got to check. You've got to make sure that the person that you choose to do it has a good pedigree, has a good resume. Um, you know, we work with some of the, uh, I mentioned, I think I mentioned yesterday, we've got an advertiser that's never missed an issue in 32 years. They have been in every book we have ever printed in our magazine since day one. And it's a gentleman by the name of Richard Gorman of Vantage Motor Works. And he is, he is one of the, most renowned restorers of collectible Rolls-Royce and Bentleys on the planet. He does stuff for kings in the Middle East. And um, he's had just a litany of Pebble Beach Concours winning cars, Amelia Island, some of the top Concours around the world. So you just, you really have to check. I mean, if you're new in the game, there's a lot of restorers out there. Um, You just got to be careful, though, because, you know, Mr. DuPont shared stories with me before where the the slightest little thing, Mm -hmm. because when you go to these shows, you're going for one reason. It's nice to be invited, but you want to win. And Pebble Beach doesn't mess around. When they invite you, they're saying you've got a chance to win. We we deem your car is 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 possibly worthy a Concorde winning car. Absolutely. As Herm Edwards once said, you restore to win the game. You don't and just you, can, uh, you don't just because hello, you can, right. hello. You can restore <laughs> correctly or wrong. Like if you if you do it with like fake pieces, even yeah, though it like might my look buddy nice, Matt Sherwood. My buddy Matt it's Sherwood not, restores It's going to devalue the, the well, car. It's kind of like we talked about yesterday with, with you, you, you've got to do your homework when you're doing a sports radio show because your callers sometimes, like Jose, are, are more knowledgeable than you are because it's hard for you to cover everything. They can be a specialist in certain things. Same is true in the car business. These guys that, that, that judge these cars, I mean, they know how many threads are, are on the bolt. About it, yeah. yeah, it's insane. And so when you hear some of the stories of why people lost a point, and a point 
in some of these events can make all the difference in the world. It really, really can. I'll say my friend, I have a friend, Matt Sherwood, in the advertising business. His dad was used to do commercials, and I would do commercials for him. But he would buy old Superbirds, and he would restore them himself. And every single nut, bolt, he yep. would make sure they were factory originals. Yes. They were not, they were not uh, knockoff parts. Right. And that's when you restore a car, as you mentioned, you've, and, and you can go online now and find pretty much any part for any car, ones that have been re, remanufactured. Right, right. But they're the original parts, and that's what they have to be to have a car totally deemed totally original. Well, and that's what you see now, that there's been a, 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 a sub-industry built from that, from the need to, to build these original parts back to the specifications of what they were OEM. Right. Uh, Coker Tire is a company uh, that, that really, um, I forget the gentleman's first name, last name obviously is Coker, but, but, but he saw a, a, a void in the marketplace for older style tires. And so what he did is, is he bought the rights to all of these old tires and started manufacturing like a tire for a DuPont. You can't just go buy that. You can't go to Goodyear and buy a 1928, you know, convertible coupe DuPont tire. So they so, weren't radials back right. then. So it was pre-radial days. Well, go we, ahead. We were joking about that yesterday when we were looking at the, the older car. Mr. DuPont was sitting there saying uh, they found something wrong with the radiators. They had to take this all down. It's radiator, by the way. Radiator is a Philly thing. That's it. I hate to do it to you. Give yourself the first one of the day, man. Why do I have to do it to myself? Because radiator is one of those things that bugs me when people right. call them radiators. Right. Radiator. They don't radiate. They radiate. Is it, right. uh, are you? Sorry. Are you talking about Harold Coker <laughs> that originally started Coker Tires? Or? It, no, Larry Coker, the former head coach at the University of Miami. Remember him? Well, what he was saying Larry was, Coker. When something, <laughs> what he was saying is when something goes wrong with the vehicle like this, it's not you can just run to like your local Pep Boys, Pep Boys or AutoZone. <laughs> it's like it takes a little while to get these parts to come through. Well, man. and the other thing is, if you look at the tires on those cars, you know everybody went crazy when when when. 20-inch tires came out, 20-inch yeah, 20 20 wheels. wheels. Yep. And now you look at these old-school tires, and I'm telling you, they had some of the technology. I remember, I think Lexus was one of the first modern manufacturers that had the, uh, when you turn the wheel, the lights would go with it. They were, they were directional. As you turn the wheel, the lights would turn with it. Well, uh, the old, some of the old cars back from the, the early, you know, late 20s and 30s would also do that. When you turn the wheel, the, 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 the lights would also turn with it. Well, Bucky, it's been it's been a pleasure and it's been an honor meeting yeah, be, you. And, before and, before we go, we want to bring Bubba on just for a second. Okay, and because we has, have our next guest standing by too. Awesome, but uh, Bucky, thank you so much, man. Really, no, we really, appreciate really, it, really. Tony. And listen, I, I I just want to share with you. I shared this yesterday, and this is no this, this is no joke. Listen, when you you and Andrew were on in this market. You know, I'm a huge sports radio fan. I'm not a sports savant like a lot of other people are, but, but you and Andrew were absolutely the best of the best in this marketplace. You're sorely missed, and um, I, I just appreciate the opportunity to meet you. I'm not starstruck, but you're, you're a solid guy. You're a well, great you, radio sir. guy. Well, thank you so much. I pre- and you know, your, you know your sports radio people out there. I know my <laughs> sports radio. I just don't know my sports. <laughs> it's kind of like cars. I know the cars. I just don't know what to do with them. Nice on Bubba. Bubba, you having fun out here, man? Talk right in here, Bubs. Yes, sir. Who are you rooting for in the championship game, Clemson or Alabama? Alabama. Why? Because Alabama's a good team, and and, uh, they got uh, got, uh, another uh, – Nick Saban, the bum that left left the the Dolphins at the altar. He's a bum. So let's move on, Tony. I don't, I've got a bad taste. So in my he's mouth. got. He's, you're taking Alabama then. Yes, sir. Absolutely. He's also sleeping in the she shed out back. Wait a minute. You taking Clemson? Are you a Clemson fan? No, I'm just anybody against Nick Saban. Oh, okay. Anybody but Nick Saban. <laughs> it's A B N S. Yes. That's the initials. That's right. Anybody but Saban. Anybody but Saban. Right. Anybody right. but Saban. Yes. Well, Bubba, good to see you, man. Keep going, man. 
great being a sports fan. Just uh, keep on uh, keep on believing, man. Just uh, keep listening to the sports radio. Yes, sir. All right, listen, I appreciate awesome, you guys. Man. Luigi, next time you're down, you're going to be rolling in a Roush and, and the Audi RAB10. Yes, a week, man. And, and Scott from Pandemonium, just, uh, he's listening in, and he's so excited to have you here, and he can't wait to, to get you your special DuPont registry pants. Pantamonians, we're going to get a set of those pants, and you guys are just awesome. It's just been a pleasure to meet all you guys, and, and I wish you the best. Right, you and you were Even Dean. Even Dean, who's a Dean, local to your Even though he doesn't know where he's going. Exactly. He's a local. We're neighbors, Dean and I. So. I Bucky, seriously, you were fantastic. Man. Right. Great host, Thank everything, man. Well, listen, I love you guys. Thank, Thank you, so you so much for the opportunity. Let's give him a roaring round right. of applause. Right, let me pull the entire DuPont Give registry me a beautiful. team. Give him a beautiful here. You got to give him that, Tony. I don't. I don't keep. Wait, I, I, I should, should I give you a recorded one or a live one? Give him a live. No, one, I want man. a live one. Beautiful man. Oh, beautiful. I'm like uh, Michael Buffer. Anytime somebody uses it, I, they have to pay me fifty thousand dollars for copyright <laughs> infringement. Uh, you know. <laughs> let's get ready to leave. Is exactly right. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you soon. I hope. We got to go to one of those car shows. We, we'll, the Barrett Jackson action. Barrett Jackson. We'll go out of Amelia Island down here in Florida, outside of Jacksonville. Ah, right? uh, yes, we're gonna do a remote from there. Absolutely. I'm, I, I think that that's a fantastic. I, I'd idea. like to go to Scottsdale too, because because uh, you know it's Scottsdale. Well, and then I can get to see my dad. So. Exactly. Meanwhile, I really didn't want to get out of that damn R8, man. It's it. so pretty. That car is beautiful. That's why it, it led you almost to violence last night. You were so disappointed. I in didn't having lead to me leave. to violence. Pr- protecting young young ladies and the rest of my party led me to violence. Exactly. That's what led me to violence. Now we had we had a guest that was scheduled to come on, uh, but we wanted to make sure that we got Bucky and his son on first. Exactly. Uh, so was, who's coming up in the next hour here, live Sims. here in Tampa? That's Sims that just walked in the door. Is it really? Yeah. He looks big. Blake Sims? Yeah, Blake Sims. He's always a running back. He's halfback. Yeah, but he's only six feet. He looks taller than six feet. He does look a little taller. So Blake Sims, former Alabama quarterback, won two national championships. He's here, and he's got an unusual take on this game that you will not believe. I know. You will not believe what he's going to say, because I already saw some of his quotes, and I was shocked. So we will talk with Blake Sims. He's going to join us in the next hour. We're going to take more of your calls. Who else is coming by in the next hour, Louis? Uh, we're probably going to have uh, former Tampa Bay wide receiver Michael Clayton. Michael Hope Clayton. Stop by. We're trying. And maybe George Clooney will join him, and we'll talk about the movie Michael Clayton, too. I and we're going to give away some putter buddies, too. Yeah, we got product to give away. That's we got all coming pro- up. We got prizes and surprises. Joy Joy Watches, one of our fine sponsors, and, of course, the putter buddy. And the man who invented the putter buddy is here, Robert. And Robert's got some. We're going to give some away. You know what the putter buddies are, Luigi? You see them, right? You I may even get one. I, I need a putter buddy. I it's a- not only a training aid. Let me, let me hold one of those things. It's for chipping and putting. It helps you chip and putt better. And you know how hard. That's the hardest it's, part of golf. It's so hard to keep your wrist straight. Exactly. And keep it just stiff, just so, just so you can get underneath the ball. And that's what's going to help you, man. And this device can come in handy, too, like if you have a problem at night. Well, yes, absolutely. You can use it not only to help you chip and putt, but it also you can hold your clubs. You know when you're on the, you're on the green, you put your you put the wedge down yeah. and you forget it, and then three holes later you say, "Oh, I left my wedge." Uh, where's my wedge? So you stand your club up on this so you don't lose it. You don't get it wet. You know he's going to have like cigar attachments for this. It's the same thing with like Alton Brown from the from the Food Network says, and it's in the kitchen. If it's not multi-purpose, it's not for me. Exactly. And that is the multi-purpose tool right there. And Tony. it's got a towel holder so you can have your towels and have your balls. And you got to have clean balls. Hey, when what you're are you going to do? I mean, come on. So this, this, this device will help your game. And everybody's always looking for product that will help them I know, play and you better. Know, you know what? The, to me, the best thing about it is it's so simple. Yeah, look at like, it. Like, you see these contraptions that they, people try to sell you for, for things that are going to help you with the golf game? 
This is so simple, and it this works. This is better than the Ron Peel Ronco uh, uh, oven. What was it set called? Set it and forget it? Yes. What was that thing? You just set this and forget it. Then you won't forget your clubs all over the, uh, all on the side of the green. How many times have you lost, like you left a wedge there or a seven iron, you know, because then you get your putter and you forget you got clubs. Then you get in the cart, or if you're like me, you walk the course. Right. And then you got to go back five holes to, to see if your stinking club's still on the, on the green, on the fringe. It's hard enough looking for your ball, Tony. You're damn right it is. And you know, you got to have a lot of balls to play this game, especially when you suck like I do. Yep. Because you're going to lose a lot of balls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've lost a lot of balls on, like, real great golf courses. Really? Yeah, like at Pebble Where Beach. Where it's impossible to you lose your ball? You ball right down the middle of the fairway, and it's, there's so many uh, undulations mm-hmm. that if you ha- that's why you have to I play to with a caddy. I need to find a picture of the balls that you lost when we were playing at Silverado because you had to go in the wall. Well, you didn't had You thought you could. So I'll find the picture, and I'm going to post it. It is hysterical. It is Tony holding up his sopping wet socks. And he's I was wearing, wearing my. I was wearing. He's wearing my, your, uh, pa- your your pants. Your at the time loudmouth pants, and um, you thought they had. They I had, went down almost knee deep in. They mud. had drained a. That's how, that's they how had drained one of the ponds, and so Tony thought when his ball went in that he could just walk over and get it because there was no more water in there, um, not realizing that there was like four feet of mud. And I, he, I thought he was going to lose his shoes. I thought he was going to Usually most men lose their balls when they get married. That's yeah, usually no, no, no. He was... So putterbuddy.com, and we're going to give some putter, uh, some putter buddies away on this program in the next hour and some tomorrow as well. So you stick around for that because you want to have one of these. And, of course, we're going to talk with a couple of uh, great ple- people coming up. Uh, Mr. Blake Sims. No, uh, right after break. He's yes. coming right after break. That's what I said. We're going to break, and, and then we're going to come back with Blake Sims. Correct. So do not leave. You're going to ha- hear some lovely music while we are gone, and we will be right back. It is a Tony Bruno Show Live. We're here at the National Championship of College Football in Tampa, Florida at the Marriott Waterside. The game is coming up on Monday night, of course. Alabama and Clemson, everybody's talking about it. Of course, NFL playoffs start today, later on. And uh, a lot of coaches come by, and their teams do well. They don't make the National Championship, but they do get other accolades, like being named College Coach of the Year. (laughs) And uh, he made the trip all the way from Boulder, Colorado, the Coach of the Year. Coach, congratulations Thank with the Buffaloes. Much. Appreciate it. Thank you. So when you take the job, obviously every coach wants to be here. I mean, Colorado's had great teams over the years. The Buffalo yes. program's one of the great programs. And then the coaches, they make decisions, and they bring in a new man, and they say, hey, let's 
you're the guy that's going to get us there. Did you think you would get there, this, not to, to the level of winning a national championship, but getting this uh, Boulder program back on track? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, you know, everybody's in line there, our president, our chancellor, our AD. You know, we've built a brand-new facility within the last 18 months, a $156 million football facility. So they're committed to the University of Colorado being a great football program again. And so uh, uh, we had a lot of great young men and great coaching staff that bought in. And, you know, we clawed and fought our way through the Pac-12. You know, we won more games this year in <laughs> one year, um, eight, than we had won in the previous four years in the Pac-12, a five. Um, so we're on our way back, and, uh, you know, we'll have to prove it again next year on the field, but I definitely feel like our program's on good footing and we'll be able to keep being successful. Mike McIntyre joining us here. Now, so obviously you come out here, and it's an environment. When we go to the Final Fours, we go to all the events, we call it Coach's Convention, but the college football national championship event, it's not like the basketball one because you right. see, we always call it the tracksuit convention because all the college coaches are looking to move up, you know, from small programs that go out there and they're right. trying to get their feet in the door and see maybe if there's interest out there. You, you don't have to do that really at this level, do you? Uh, I mean, people know where you are when you're an assistant coach and you're one of the hot assistants right. and then there's an opening and they say, I'm going after Mike, Mike McIntyre. You know, the, the coaches' conventions in Nashville this year at the same time as the national championship, that's kind of where you see that a little bit, um, the networking, so to speak. But, you know, the, the national championship game is a, a special, especially the way they're doing it now, kind of with the, the four-game playoff. Uh, it's exciting. Now, the Pac-12, you mentioned, USC obviously started off poorly, and they had a great season, and they play in the bowl game and beat Penn State in a crazy game yeah. on January 2nd. And people in Washington, of course, had a great year. And then they go up against Alabama, yep. and you see what happens. I mean, Alabama's clearly the best team in the country, and they've been that way for a while. Right. When you saw Washington, it looked like they, early in the game they, they, they were feeling it a little bit, and then something went wrong. They turned the ball over against Alabama, and you saw what happened. They cash in right away, and it changes really the whole complexion of the game. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, I, I was at that um, football game, and, uh, um, you know, just the, the, both teams are excellent teams. We've played against Washington. I saw Washington play all year on, you know, on film when we were evaluating other teams we were getting ready to play. And, you know, um, just Alabama's defense is, my word, is they're just suffocating. And uh, they, they're phenomenal, and there's so much speed in the game. And, you know, Washington was doing a good job of moving the football, and you're right, the one little mistake there, and all of a sudden, you know, it, you felt like there's no way Washington could ever come back. It was going to be hard to score, you know, um, 20 points on them. And uh, so um, I'm very impressed with Alabama, and, and, and I know how good Washington is, and they've got a lot of speed and athleticism, and uh, it was hard for them to move the ball on Alabama. So uh, living in L.A. for 11 years, I know the whole Pac-12 story, and then the Pac-12 got its own TV network yeah, just like yeah. everybody else. Yet when nationally, especially on the East Coast, because of the East Coast bias, so to speak, they always think of the Pac-12 as this soft conference and, you know, they can't match up with the big boys. Oh, and, yeah. and yet that's not really the case. I mean, Washington is not – people kept saying they thinking they were a finesse team because they were a West Coast team, and you saw that they're a physical football team. No, uh, Washington's a very physical football team. They run the ball well, then defensively, you know, they've got physical big guys up front. You know, one of the things that hurt Washington, you know, they're, they're – the I think the best pass rusher and one of the best pass rushers in the league besides our guy who was all conferences um, got hurt like the fourth game. And then their inside backer, number 36, I can't think of his name right now, but I see him on film. He made every play. He got hurt in the 10th game. You put those two guys on the field in the game, I think there's a difference in um, them making a few plays big that way. So they, that was, those were key losses, for, I thought, for Washington defensively. And, of course, uh, you lose a Pac-12 championship to this Washington team, which then goes on yes. and plays Alabama. But 
people look at Colorado now and say, you know what, the Pac-12, it's not just a two-team conference anymore. Mm -mm. You know, it's not top-heavy and then the UCLA's and the USC's. It's a pretty strong conference. No, it is. It's, you know, it's top-to-bottom strong conference. And, you know, there's always that debate out there, and I do think it's true. I really do. We play nine conference games, and a lot of conferences play eight. And, you know, when you're playing each other and you play against each other, every game is big and the kids know each other. Um, that's a difference than playing, you know, a, a smaller conference school outside of your conference for your, you know, a fourth other win. And so I think that's, uh, that makes our conference look a little bit different with wins and losses because we kind of beat each other up a little bit. And we'd have more teams with 10 or 11 wins there instead of nine. And uh, I think that makes a big difference for us. Coach Mike McIntyre, Colorado, uh, out there at Boulder with the Colorado Buffalo program. All right, now, so your conference is out of this, the championship game. Yep. So you can, you can make a pick then, right? <laughs> I don't know who you, I You don't pick. have to have a Pac-12 bias here. you no. got, you know, you got yeah. Alabama and Clemson. I, I'm going to be politically correct on that. I, I've got good friends that coach on both teams. And, uh, I, um, and you know, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing how good these programs have been now uh, with, with what Nick and, and Dabo's done and, um, you know, how they've stayed consistently. And that's hard to do because I kind of, um, you know, I, I coached at Duke for a while. So Duke basketball – and when you watch what happens with Duke basketball, every game they go to, the place is packed. It's nuts. Well, that's what's happened with Clemson and Alabama now over the last four or five years. So, you know, these young men are ready for this game. This is not too big for them. They're not, you're not going to have that. You're going to get the best of both teams. And uh, they've, but to be able to do what they've done the last three or four years, and Nick's done it longer because he's been there, but what Dabo's been able to do to me is amazing with every game you go to everybody's gunning for you and that's a unique situation well coach congratulations on the coach of the year honors thank you i'm very honored thanks for, for being here but i think it's gonna be a good game it was a, I do. it was a wild game it was it was 85 points last year, last year. yeah who nobody expects 85 points this no, year right but it'll be good to see again huh yeah, yeah love, that's what i love <laughs> luigi good. loves that uh 45 40 nah. football why not? I enjoy a nice little defensive battle, too, man. Yeah, I think this will be more of a defense, especially with a young quarterback at Alabama. Yep. You know, Jalen Hurts, no one yeah. expects him to light it up and throw, you know, that, throw a that, ton of touchdowns. number nine is hard to tackle. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. you, might, like, you might see what they used to do. Um, what, what the young man, they look like the same guy. They just changed the number. <laughs> I, I like, I like <laughs> Give it to the, him 35 times, see what happens. I love seeing the chess match between a great defense and a great offense. Oh, I, yeah, I, I love exactly. it, man. It's, that's, that's the beauty of it right there, man. And we yeah. love seeing kickers wearing numbers in the 90s. And yeah, exactly. yeah, you're not going to get football. that anywhere yeah, else. That's, that's no. always fun to watch. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate Coach it. Mike McIntyre of your Colorado Buffaloes, where I believe it's cold in, in Boulder right about now. Um, maybe just a little bit. Although it doesn't snow there, it's probably snowing in like North Carolina more than it is in, in, in Boulder because that's what happens in Colorado. Denver, you'll have 70 degrees one day and then exactly it'll be a right. foot of snow the next day. Yep. You're in, like a nice powder. They had 18 inches of powder there in uh, Vail the other day, so oh, everybody's man. excited. Beautiful. Nice. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. Mike McIntyre joining us here at Talking College Football. Have you been to uh, Boulder, Robin? Have I been to Boulder? No, no, I have not been to Boulder. Not Big Boulder, the ski area in the, no. in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. You know, you know, the only time I've ever been <laughs> to the Denver area in Colorado, any Colorado area, was um, through the airport. Denver, Colorado airport. That's uh, it. Even your son was just in Denver. I know, and but I have never, out of the I've, I've and never been out of the airport. It's I hate a beautiful to do airport. It to you. <laughs> I hate to do it to you, Rob. I know. I do get a big bump on the You've never been to Denver or Boulder. 
for all the great cities in Colorado and the beautiful Rocky Mountains? I said I have I have traveled more around the world than I have in the United States, and I need to make up for that. Exactly. I want to I want to spend more time traveling to areas in the U.S. that are just gorgeous. I mean, there's from from sea to shining sea, there are so many different things. Well, speaking of gorgeous tone, yes, uh, yes. we have her now. She blew us off yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> she was she supposed was to be on the show traffic. yesterday. She and she blew us off yesterday, and I was scorned by Miss Tampa. And then I said, and then I saw her in the hallway, and I was like, not even want to make eye contact with her, because I'm like, we have all the big guests on the show, and then Miss Tampa, I've been promoting her all day. Miss Tampa's going to be on, and then all of a sudden, I'm saying Miss Tampa's not coming on. Sorry, and now she's here. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm so sorry. Now I don't have your full name. What is your full name? Morgan Boykin. Morgan Boykin. Yes, sir. It rhymes, too. <laughs> did, your, did your parents plan it that way? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> now, there's a lot of Boykins who obviously play in, in college football. Yes. Now, do you have a sports background? I actually twirl for the University of South Florida. Um, so I'm around the University of South Florida football team all the time, and game day is very, very exciting. Um, and I actually grew up a Georgia Bulldog fan. So oh, really? <laughs> yes. So when you talk about Boykin players, Brandon Boykin, yes. um, we always ha I always had a joke with all my friends saying that was my brother. And <laughs> people that didn't know anything about football would always laugh about that and say, oh, really? You're, I didn't know you're, you had a brother. And we would always go along with it, and it was like inside family jokes. So. But you're from the uh, – you have to be from Florida to be Miss Tampa, right? Yes. You actually have to be um, from a county residing in Hillsborough County. So any county touching Hillsborough County, you can um, compete for the title. I'm actually from Plant City, which is not too far from. And the I, I have great Plant City knowledge. I've told these folks when we really? were driving down Correct. Robin and Luigi that I knew for a long time that Plant City was the winter strawberry capital yes, of the world. They absolutely. And are. a lot of people don't know that. They do not. And they, they have the big strawberry festival coming absolutely. up, right? Absolutely, yes, sir. When is that? I got to come back down for that. I, it's the first week of March. That's when it'll take place. I'm not exactly sure on the exact dates, but I know it's the first week of March. And it's great. I mean, that's one of the events we have to go to, the winter yes, strawberry sure. festival. Who doesn't absolutely. love strawberries, Tom? Exactly. <laughs> and the strawberries are phenomenal. And people they, don't think mm -hmm. of strawberries in March. You know? No, yeah. they don't. They, you know, this strawberry is coming from climates like Mexico mm -hmm. and other, and South America, because that's where we yep. get them in the winter. But, but here in Plant City, not far from here, which is where the Cincinnati Reds used to train, I believe, right? Yes, sir. But now they, they move. But so Plant mm -hmm. City is a great place, although the, I have a joke about Plant City. But that? It's not a negative joke. So I was there, this is a long time ago, covering sp spring training. And I was in a little hotel, and I, w I got hungry. So I, I looked in the phone book for Italian restaurants. And you know what was listed for Italian restaurant? Domino's. <laughs> I'm not making that up. It was Domino's, and it obviously it's grown. Me. It's grown since then. <laughs> it, it very but much this so was has. like back in the 70s, and oh. you look up Italian restaurant, and that it is was too funny. Domino's. That is sacrilege. <laughs> that <laughs> I is told those guys funny. the story the other night, and I didn't even know you were from Plant City. <laughs> yes, That's sir, great. Sure, yeah. So now Miss Tampa, then you go on to the Miss Florida pageant, right? So I actually competed in Miss Florida this um, past June, and so I actually have this rest of this month of being in Miss Tampa, and then on February 4th, a new Miss Tampa will be crowned. So okay, because I know that's the goal is to go from yes. Miss Tampa and Miss Miami to go mm -hmm. become Miss Florida. Miss I didn't Florida. realize the Miss Florida te uh, pageant had already occurred. Yes, sir. It happened in June, and it was so much fun. I met so many remarkable girls, and um, Courtney Sexton, the new Miss Florida, she is a very true friend of mine, and um, she's having a great time as Miss Florida. Beautiful. Now, what do you plan on doing after this? 
So I am a student at the University of South Florida, like I said. And the Bulls, of course, the USF Bulls. Yes, go Bulls. Um, and I'm an agriculture communications major. And so being so you speak to plants? <laughs> you communicate with, uh, I communicate with animals. She's going to be making sure that we have these winter strawberries. I think yes. animals communicate with you, Tony. <laughs> I think that's what it is, man. So my ultimate goal is to um, get involved in one of the commodities in the agriculture industry and work for, hopefully, their marketing department. Um, and so I want to further my education and continue. And that's one of the great things about the Miss um, Tampa Scholarship Pageant and the Miss America organization is the scholarship money. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. It. And that is something that a lot of people do not realize when it comes to the beauty pageants. They just think it's, you know, the glim and glamour, yeah. but there's a lot that goes into it. And not only it. that, but they, they, a lot of people think that, oh, it's just a pretty face. Yes, but they absolutely. don't realize that there are a lot of brains underneath <laughs> all that. No, that's, a, that's, a great, that's a great career path because, yeah. you know, when you, when you talk to college students, you know, you don't, oh, I'm, a, uh, I'm a sociology major. I'm mm -hmm. a... Uh, uh, arts major, you know, right. little arts. Well, and liberal I think, arts. especially liberal nowadays, arts. Liberal arts. especially nowadays, when we're starting to have uh, less and less large land to oh, to uh, produce plants and, mm -hmm. and vegetables, and there's water issues, and also oh, yes, so so there's all sorts of different ways. Like uh, we were just talking about it the other day uh, at Disney World, where they have all these uh, huge hydroponic yes, things, absolutely. and I think that. Personally, my, my brother is really involved in this as well, okay. um, that hydroponics mm -hmm. and aquaponics and all these great way oh, yes, of absolutely. growing things. And yes, and that's something that's really um, interesting about the Miss America organization. Every female has a platform, and my platform is agriculture awareness. And so this is right up my alley. Um, I was you know, raised around the agriculture, and like you said, the hydroponics, that really is the future of what you know, the agriculture industry will Well, most have. of our listeners are into agriculture, too, but unfortunately... I think it's, it's the, a little uh, bit it's, different. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like weed and, uh, and those kinds of crops, which is, know, a, it's, it's a, it's a big deal hemp, now. Hemp is a wonderful plant in more ways than one. But I don't partake in any of that. I'm just into the uh, well, non-GMOs you know, and that kind of stuff. Hemp is not necessarily... Uh, they, it can be for all sorts of other things. I know. Things. People make clothes out of it, but yes. a lot of people smoke it, too. That is true. So it's got multi, it's a multi-purpose plant. And there's nothing wrong with that if you want to, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't care what you do as long as it's legal. Well, congratulations. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate you being here well, with thank us. thank you so much. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, what was your first name again? Morgan. Morgan Boykin, Miss Morgan. Tampa, Florida. Yes. Not from Hernando County. From Hillsborough County, Plant City adjacent. Thanks so much. Thank you. She's here with us. See, she didn't. She, she, I know she didn't want to come on yesterday. No, she was just stuck in traffic. She I'm just kidding. She was stuck in traffic. We were Give her, her a hard you, time. You were, you were stuck in traffic yesterday, right? You know, how many times got I, her you know how many times I got an excuse from a pretty girl? Too many. Oh, I was stuck too in traffic. Too many. Man. Too many. <laughs> now, Thanks so much. Now, I have to give myself props a little bit because um, we have had many different uh, pageant winners on the show yes. over the years. And I knew, because she's wearing her crown, I knew that um, I had to give her a different headset so that she could put it around yes, the back. Yes, because you can't put... She's not like Luigi who won't wear the headsets for not messing up his hair no, I'm purposes. A, I'm trying to be professional this weekend. Okay. Because so a lot of people will wear them because they don't want to mess up their hair. Right, but she's right. got a tiara on. So you can't yeah, wear headphones that's, over that's a tiara. That's her uniform. I'm just exactly. How do you keep that in? I see. I could never be a king or anything because nope. I couldn't wear a crown. Well, yeah. How no, do all you, those kings you just like? Need, you just need the full crown that goes over like your the head. Game, there's no bald guys on the Game of Thrones, yeah, right? They all have long hair, yeah, right? There's some, there's some bald no, guys. See, are there bald here's dudes the on Game of Thrones? Here's the difference between Not on female screen. crowns and male <laughs> crowns. A male crown goes over your entire head, so it's just going to sit on it like a hat. Not my side. They don't make crowns in that I'm side. I'm sure you. I'm like would, at eight and three quarters. Do they, they make you, crowns you that could, big? You could, you could grow it out around. We'll just get some gel, spike it up. You look all right, man. No, you would have to. They they just have to add a little bit of gold to your crown. You know, you need Beautiful. more. You need more gold. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we give out the phone number? 
Yes, we should. 717-363-TONY, 717-363-8669. we got to bring on Beth Faber. She just entered the room, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she flew in all the way from Buffalo, and boy, are our arms tired. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you know, we just had the 25th anniversary of ESPN Radio the other day, and there were, uh, there were a few of us who started this thing. Keith Olbermann, Chuck Wilson, we just did the 25th anniversary show the other night. Right. Which is great. So many great people that I work with, and there are very few people from those days who are still at ESPN. John Martin, the chief, we call him, he's still there. And this lady, who I knew from 1992 on, and she basically is the most professional, most prepared, and works harder than anybody in the entire ESPN organization. She wow. was just a little fresh-faced. Out of Buffalo. Fresh out of school. And now she's here producing the national championship game on ESPN Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together. For the great Miss Beth Faber, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bethy, how are you? I didn't even get a hog, first of all. We were so excited to find that you were going to be here today. I know. I I'm didn't so know. I'm so excited I, to I, be I, here. Ivan Sikorsky says, Beth's coming down. I said, I just talked to her. She didn't tell me she was coming to the national championship I'm game. I'm always at that. I have produced 18 consecutive national championship no. games. From the very beginning of the BCS championship. Well, you and I were there. Ron at Franklin, this... Mike Godfrey was my play-by-play team. Adrian Karsten was our sideline reporter. Yep. And Tony Bruno was hosting things pre-post and Mike half Olick from the field. Mike Olick and I were on the field yep. at Sun Devil Stadium in Tempe, Arizona. Yep. Tennessee the against very Florida first State. Ever. Tennessee with T. Martin and the Florida State Seminoles. I still have my bag from that, the, ro- the great press yes, bag, the rolling bag. bag. That thing's ing- and it says the logo on it. The and it was the first time we ever at ESPN Radio did that big of a production. Like yes. The whole entire crew there. And the one thing I remember that made me put us into a total panic was uh, when the vice president decided to show up at the last minute... Because he's that would a be Al Gore yes, at the time. <laughs> because he was a Tennessee fan or alum, and we got kicked out of the press box. The entire press box was emptied out about 90 minutes prior to the kickoff of the game so they could bring dogs through and everything. And we'd never done it before. We'd never, we were trying to rehearse. We were trying to... It's sort of like this show. We, we basically, yeah. 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 It's a dog and pony show here, you and know, we, and, and, and Al Gore hasn't to, even shown up. Yeah, and then we had to go all back through security again. I was in absolute panic by the time we all got back. In the oh, movie. I can only imagine. Beth it. and I had two crazy experiences at that same stadium. Yeah. Because when we were covering the Super Bowl... With, with the Dallas Cowboys oh, Super Bowl right. game, the last time the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl and won it against the Steelers, Super Bowl Triple X, right. Beth and I were driving to the stadium in the rental car, and we were trying to get into the stadium so we could go into the press box, and we were in a mass of humanity. It was unbelievable. They were letting all these people through the driveway to get in. It was unbelievable. And we were like... We were besieged. We couldn't move the car. Every time I try to inch forward, right? I heard right? words out of Tony that I have never heard. The and that's oh, yeah. they're they're normal now. <laughs> Seriously, like, we were scared. I was scared to death because I, you know, when you're a press member, you go. It's not that you want special treatment, but you're right. not normally driving through right. a, the fans. It was like driving through an absolute. Well, and then scene. you're worried that you're going to run over somebody's foot. Yeah, you can't even yeah. inch forward. So it's like we were stuck and we couldn't move the car it to get into crazy. the stadium, and nobody cared. They Nobody cared, <laughs> and like as soon as I would try to move, people would bang on my car. You didn't, you didn't Pounding like roll down the window and say, "Hey, do you know who I am?" No, I didn't no. pull that stuff. No. They would have killed me. You're killing me? You're yeah. kidding me? No, you're not killing me. You're kidding. Cowboys me. fans knew that he, they we knew probably me, shouldn't yes. have let exactly. Cowboys fans know who he was talking to. Sure, true. Beth Faber, and you know, you know that not only are Beth and I good friends from back in the day, yes. co-workers. I was actually, I'm actually the godmother. Godmother. Godfather. The godfather, not of Sports Talk Radio, the godfather of... Oh, wow. I don't know why that's started, though. 
Sorry what are you playing there, Luigi? Yeah. Nothing. The computer just did it on its own. Yeah, Who? my daughter, Devin. Devin, who's how old now? 13. Unbelievable. Yes. I remember when she was born, I was holding her on the boat in Miami yeah. during the christening, the baptism. Yeah. And then Somehow Robin and that I, happens. Yeah. And we were on this up. beautiful boat going down, down the, the intercoastal waterway yeah. in Miami Beach. It was yep. beautiful. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's so wonderful to hear all these old stories because I wasn't around back then. And not you only weren't you weren't born back then? No, but oh. I wasn't around to experience them. <laughs> yeah. So hearing, you know, the 25th anniversary at ESPN where it was Keith and, and Chuck that were reminiscing. And every time you and Tony get together and reminisce, Tony's funny. He doesn't have all of those memories stored and available at all times. Because I'm old he, and I'm losing brain no, no, no. cells. What, what, <laughs> your memory amazing. works differently than most. Like you, All of your memory and uh, quick recall is about sports stuff. And you are amazing about being able to get those in. But like personal memories, they are not easily accessible for whatever reason. They're filed differently in your brain. And so it requires somebody to trigger. Yes, and I need to be triggered. As soon as I was triggered tr during the election. A lot of people were triggered. <laughs> yeah. Luigi's always triggered. Look but at him over there. As people as are now tweeting saying, Luigi looks bored. Yeah. Are you bored, are you Luigi? Bored? No, well, no, I'm not. Why do you look bored he's just, he's, then? He's, well, you guys are just talking amongst yourselves. I'm just well, hanging out. Hi, that's all. It was a late night. I'm, I'm, this is family here. You're I'm, becoming family. I'm dealing Beth is already I'm, family. I'm working over here. Man. I'm doing he, things. He's, he's, he's working hard. Luigi, and, uh, and plus it was a late you're night. You're a rude guy. I'm trying very hard, and you're being rude. I'm not being rude. <laughs> there you go. I'm not being rude. But, so, uh, so we were just talking to Beth, literally. We I know. The, you know. Christmas well, came. And to, to be fair, we didn't mention we were coming down here either. If did we mention we were coming down here, Beth? No, you did not. Because if we had mentioned it, then I'm sure that she would go, oh, Let's hey, guess what? I'm coming yeah. down, too. I remember yeah. when Beth would bring her three little kids to Super Bowls, and they were crawling around in the hotel yep. lobby. I think one of them was right here in Tampa, in this hotel, the Marriott the Waterside. Zach, yes, Zach was Zachy here. was crawling around. Yep. She took and they liked everywhere. their and they liked all their Christmas presents. She they even took her kids because Beth does they all NBA them. stuff, and she's been. Shaq used to pick up with Zachy. And, yeah, and she's got pictures. I have with her a son. picture Luigi of Luigi would die for this stuff. Shaq's shoe awesome. and Zach. Yeah, and then I got and one the of Shaq's shoe. Bigger. Yeah. yeah. Oh the God. Shaq's shoe was bigger than her son, and and that's how. Do you, it's bigger do, than a lot of does things. Does she have the other shoe? <laughs> no, she has a different shoe. Okay. This is when Shaq was playing. This is actual Shaq in the locker room. This was from the the Lakers against the Sixers. Yeah, the Allen Iverson 2001 yeah. NBA from the Finals. finals? NBA, NBA yeah. Finals, yes. And Zach was about three months old. And, uh, Take that Shaq shoe and throw it at him. <laughs> now, how many NBA Finals have you been to, Beth? Because you do a lot of NBA on ESPN Radio with the great Dan Shulman. Um, no, finals? Dan does baseball. He, doesn't, he, he does some NBA, but he he's a baseball guy. He does some NBA. Guy. He does baseball. Yeah, no, he's I great, did, Dan um, I don't know. There's a, I don't know. We did, I've done NBA for... 19 years? 20? Uh, 19 years, I guess. 20 years? All I don't Miami know. All the Miami Heat games and all the... Miami Heat. Because you lived Lakers in Miami for a while. Now you're back in Buffalo. Pacers and, yeah, Celtics and, yeah, a lot of... Lot the Sixers, of once the Sixers get an NBA franchise, uh, I think they'll be... They'll start they, getting, putting yeah. this back together again. They keep it. That's the plan. Stockpiling, huh? Stockpiling. Yeah, and now they're going to unload everybody because they have one player now in Joel Embiid, <laughs> and they want to get rid of the rest of their big men and just keep hitting a reset oh. button every year. Sort of like the Buffalo Bills, your hometown oh, team, do. Firing coaches every year, trying to get situation. quarterbacks. What the hell's going on up in Buffalo, Bethy? Other than major snow. I wish I But they I don't know how to deal with snow. I wish snow. I knew. Did you leave in snow up there when you, to come down No, there? just a little bit. You know what? They, um, it, was this, it was like the lake effect snow. So the snow bands hit about six miles away from us where they got two feet, and we had two inches at our house. So 
but they don't go into um, a total panic and bother. You guys know how to no, deal with well, it. Well, this last this last uh, little batch hit people by surprise. There was a bunch of elementary schools that had to keep their kids overnight at school. Oh no! Wow. The buses got trapped on the throughways. It was like one of those things that this it snowed four inches an hour, and it came on so quick and so fast and just stopped. That plows got stuck and See, buses now, got stuck. See, elementary school would be different than, like, if a high school, if they all had to spend the night, that would be one major party. But with yeah. the elementary school kids, are like, we want my mom. They actually like, looked they? like they were having a good time. Yeah, did they have know. all their Hatchimals that weren't hatching with them I and don't get know. go crazy? <laughs> no, you didn't get the kids Hatchimals. They're too old for that no. stuff right now, no, right? No, I didn't get Hatchimals. That would have I mean, been Lindsay, the worst. Lindsay would have been the right age. But that may have been the worst idea ever. What? I don't even know what that is. These little eggs things that hatch. Yeah, it, it looks like a, a Furby, kind oh, of, okay. except it, they come inside of an egg. And the idea is that you have to take care of the egg prior to shaking your head over there, Luigi? Because as and she's explaining it, I'm just thinking how stupid this thing really is. The it's, concept is right, but the problem was these things, some of them wouldn't hatch. But it takes it. a long time for them to hatch. So like anywhere between one hour and 24 hours, depending on how well you take care of it and nurture it and talk ah. to it and rub it and do whatever. Okay. I don't know. And slap it up, you flip it, and you rub <laughs> it down. And a seven-year-old's going to sit there and patiently rub an egg yeah. for two hours exactly. and wait for it to hatch. And so I guess that didn't go over really well because a lot of them didn't hatch. And then, and then the ones that were hatching were like cursing out the people that had them. They, they talk. Like swear words? Yeah. Come on. Well, See, well, I wish I had one of those. That's a collector's item. I do. I, I am pissed I off. Don't, I don't know if I believe... <laughs> I don't know if I believe that story, truly. But whatever. Well, Beth, so who's doing the game on ESPN Radio? Uh, Sean McDonough is our play-by-play guy. Mm -hmm. Todd Blackledge will be oh, our Todd analyst. Oh, Todd Blackledge is terrific yes. on TV when and he our, does the TV games. Yes, he's fabulous. And he's done the national... He was our analyst the last four national championship Former games. Former Penn State yes. quarterback Todd Blackledge. Yes, and we And played have, for the Kansas City Chiefs, right. as you well remember. And uh, Ian Fitzsimmons will be covering the Clemson sideline for us. Uh, I know he, him, he, too. Yes, he's done a lot of our uh, sidelines almost all year on college football and some of our NFL stuff. And Holly Rowe will be on the Alabama on the sideline. Beautiful. Um, then we have uh, Mark Kestisher will be hosting I know from Mark the Kester. field. Is there anybody that I've never, uh, I haven't worked with in the entire industry? I don't industry? think so. <laughs> you and I should should come up with a list and just keep writing it down, writing it wow. down. Wow. And then Trevor Maddich will be joining Kesty on the field uh, for pregame, halftime, postgame. Beautiful. That'll be on so. the ESPN Radio on the ESPN Radio app. If you're running around your car, that's the only place you're going to hear. I think it's on it. iTunes. It's on Sirius. ESPN Go. ESPN ESPN. ESPN.com. 400 stations. It's everywhere. Did you hear the 200? I mentioned you on the 25th anniversary show. I didn't hear the whole show. Did they? Did they? Damn it, Beth. Maybe they cut it out. I wonder if they cut it. No, out. No, they didn't cut it out. <laughs> no, Keith, I don't Keith think. Mentioned, <laughs> Keith mentioned you in the open, and then I mentioned you yes. again when we were talking about. We didn't mention because Ivan Tchaikovsky though. All of everybody was standing up for you, saying why. Why is Beth not here? Oh, that's so nice. Yes. That's so nice. Those and you know, Beth Faber, another quick story. The Every time I say, like, damn it, Robin, or damn it, Luigi, it started out with damn it, Beth. me out. Back that in 1992. <laughs> she was the first person. That, it wasn't damning her, but no, I would know, say, like, hey, damn it. The first Robin. damn it was hatched. The that first was, answer was it was right, right there. Damn it, Beth. That was and it has spawned into something magnificent. Probably doing those trucking bozo promos. Yes, promos. exactly. Yes. <laughs> we have to do all these promos for all of our stations around the country, and I would get, you know, I'd be tired and I'd screw up, and then I'd scream, "Damn it, Beth!" Yeah, you can't. I'm imagine. not reading this again. <laughs> can't imagine the words that would come up when he was actually trucking bozo. For those of you who would like to maybe, that's it, great. It's not trucking bozo. It's the trucking bozo. For those of you who might, I think I. I think Luigi bozo. might have it somewhere. I don't know. But there is a clip 
of Tony that the fabulous Chris Morales put together from you doing your... That was at Fox when I was doing was stuff. Fox. There's, a, there's a reel at ESPN, too, of some of my outtakes oh, for interviews. Do you have it? Oh, you need to send that one. I need more. I'm, we're looking over at Ivan right now. He goes, I have we some. We can play them on the podcast because, you know, yeah. we, can, we don't have to worry the about that. The most important we're... reminder was always when we'd say, now this is live, live, <laughs> yes. live. And it is amazing how when he knows it's live, he will not have a swear word come out of his mouth. I know. I don't. I mean, it is it's a true. gift. It is a gift. It's it is a, a gift. gift. But as soon is that <laughs> the combination of up. words you could put together when you said we're rolling? Okay, yeah. three, two, one. I'm trying to teach amazing. that in young Luigi there. He's, I'm trying to teach him the ropes of how all of this works. Oh, I know how it works. Do you know how it yeah, works? Yeah, I, I know how I see exactly how it works. It's fine, believe me. Well, Bethy, it's great to see you. Now, you didn't you bring any of the kids down, did you? Nope, no kids with me this weekend. Beautiful. Just us. Bethy, we'll have to get together. Yes, yes we will. Yes, yes, we will. Definitely. Because we always drive up to Niagara Falls to see you there. And then Robin and Guy go over to Niagara Falls and go to Buffalo. We need to do Buffalo. that again. We need Love to do that again. Love coming up to Buffalo. I know. Except they give me trouble at the border every time. Literally, last time we well, came up there, they, I mean, the Border Patrol stopped us and said, where are you going? I said, I'm here for my, my, uh, my goddaughter's uh, gra graduation from elementary school. And then they said, well, pull over there. Uh, we had to get out of the car. And they searched the car. Do I look like a guy who's carrying contraband into Canada? I don't know. I would carry it out of Canada. I wouldn't carry <laughs> anything in. I think the problem was is that, you know, they saw you and you don't do well in traffic and you're talking. I was fine and what drove up. You don't even need a passport. I had my passport. You do need with, a passport. No, but back no. then I didn't okay. and I had my yeah. passport anyway. What else do they want from me? I'm a fine upstanding American citizen hmm. and a patriot. Uh -huh. And you're going to pull me over at the Canadian border and give me the business? It's an outrage. It is an outrage. Yes, it is. Thank you, Bethy. You're welcome. Have fun. Good to see you guys. It's a good thing you, you brought too. the bad weather with you here. I know. It is a little warmer than what I left. Okay. Beth Faber, ladies and gentlemen. The fabulous One of the underappreciated people in this industry. One of the pioneers for women producers in the industry. Do you realize that? Uh, yeah, exactly. And I mean, the fact that... There are very that, few women in who have been in radio producers who have accomplished what Beth Faber has accomplished. Also, I think she's like one of the longest... ESPN employees that has been there forever. I mean, like, right? I mean, I you've guess. been there forever. 25 years. 25 years. Dude, 25 years. You think Luigi could last 25 years in this industry? If I don't kill you first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you need to be, you know, you're, you need to be a little bit nicer, and then, uh, you know, Luigi and I might, uh, otherwise we might start working nah, together. You, uh, trust me. Tony, Tony just no, likes to uh, to get me riled up. That's all it that's is. What I but, do. but it makes for good radio, and that's, that's, how, what's, and that's what's important. That's what he does. I make you tougher that way, man. It's, is that all, it's, is that all, it's tough love. Is you what see it is, all Tony. the people I've worked with. Of course, we all we had tough love. They with are one all another. beaten down, we battered performers, <laughs> but you love each other, though. That's you all. You see matters. people that I worked with 25 years ago. We're still friends. You know, it's not one of these. You work somewhere, you leave, and you never talk to anybody again. You know what I'm saying? You hear me complaining, Holmes? Hell no. All right, then. <laughs> Meanwhile, I shouldn't use hell down here. There's a lot of religious folk down here in the South. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And joining us right now, ladies and gentlemen, we continue our coverage of the National Championship of College Football. This man has a couple of National Championship trophies. I don't think he gets a trophy. You just get a replica of it, right? <laughs> yes, sir. What do you get now as a player? I know oh, the players get, get gypped. You get like a $450 gift card, right, or something? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you get, uh, get your little ring and some little bow gifts, you know. Uh-huh. Now, Blake Sims won two national championships at Alabama. Yes, sir, I did. And then you were, obviously, you set the all-time, everybody knows A.J. McCarron, but you broke his record for passing yards in a season, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I did. So, but then you weren't drafted into the NFL, and then you got, because 
This happens to a lot of quarterbacks. You'll see a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL playing different positions. Right, right, And right. you're a guy now playing running back in the NFL. When That's you were different. playing in Alabama, did, did anybody tell you, hey, man, you know what? You, you could play at the next level. What was happening through that process? Because obviously you played well at quarterback at right. Alabama. and Alabama, you're winning national championships. When did you find out from scouts or people who know this stuff better than I do or you do mm -hmm. that you would have to play a different position in the National Football League if um, you were going to go to that level? I think it was like about a couple months after the season was over, after we played Ohio State, you know, and um, it wasn't really like people was downing me. You know, it was more of a like, hey, Blake, we really care about you. We want you to be very successful in this business. And um, and I listened. You know, I listened very well. My first year I didn't change because I felt like I had proven myself to play quarterback at the next level. But God has a different direction for everybody. So now you're with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know the Atlanta Falcons brought you in, right, last yes, September. Sir. Yes, sir. And then Tampa takes you on, and you're playing running back. Yes, sir. I'm, and I'm – when I was with Atlanta, I had a great time. I learned so much, man. I learned so much, and a lot of great guys over there. The coaching staff, the whole organization is is great, and I was happy to be there. And uh, you know, I had got released and came to Tampa, and you know, I'm playing for another great team that has great guys. So now you're a Gainesville, Florida native. So you're back in your home state. Oh no, I'm from Gainesville, Georgia. Like Gainesville, Georgia. I'm yes, sorry. Sir. And oh, another fine. guy from Gainesville, Georgia is uh, playing in this national championship game. Yes, sir, he is. And he plays on a team that's not the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> this, is, this is hysterical. Man. And, and so I, I, when people <laughs> ask you, hey, who are you rooting for? Everybody on the planet is going to say Crimson Tide. I even have my, oh, I I love have my that. hound's tooth watch on I my George Orr watch, man. You got to get me one. We got to oh, get you one. We can get you one of those. We can get you one. We can get you one. We can get you one. You know what? I have another one. Give him yours. I have another. George Orr. At, with the hound's tooth bear, because I was there in Alabama when Bear Bryant was coaching in the seventies. Oh, you got to tell me about him one day. Oh, absolutely, man! Tell I was about him right now. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I was there for two years, and it was seventy-six to seventy-eight. It was uh, Bear Bryant was. I would go down to the. He would be in the tower in Tuscaloosa. You know yeah. the tower down yes, there. Yes, sir. And Bear Bryant would go up there, and that's where he would watch the all twenty-twos. Now you know it's on tape. Back Most then, definitely. Coach Bryant would watch his twenty the all twenty-twos. From the tower. Wow. Do they still have the tower down? Yes, Nick Saban doesn't go in the tower, Crazy, does he? Uh, quick story real quick. Uh, my first year there, I had bumped into the tower. And, like, oh, my God, people was looking at me like, are you serious? Did you just touch that? I was like, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. So, so for now, like, from that day forward, every time I heard Bear Bryant, I made sure, like, I walked 10 miles away from wherever So you're not allowed – the tower's still there, but you're not allowed to touch you it because it's bad it. luck or a you sin? I don't know. Are they I don't worried know, that something's going to happen? Like, what are they worried about? I don't know. Like, but but if Coach they Saban take doesn't go up there, oh, right? no, not at all. Coach Saban likes to walk around, be So they left the tower the long 35 years after Bear Bryant left yes. in homage to the greatness of Coach I Bryant. I know but so even much. It's a good, it's a good uh, monument to him. Yeah, it is. It is. And it, it reminds the players when we go out to practice, like, what the standard is, Alabama history. Mm -hmm. Like, all the great things that he has done for us. And then you got guys like, you know, like Joe Namath comes back. And so when yeah. you look at the history of Alabama quarterback, Kenny Stabler, I mean, there's been some oh, yes. great quarterbacks over the day. The, uh, Kenny Stabler, man, I didn't know how much he did. You know, like growing up, I wasn't a big football guy. I was in cartoons like Rocket Power, Ed and Eddie <laughs> and stuff like that, you know, Dexter's Laboratory. And that guy is just – Bear Bryant did a lot of great things, you know, and um, Ken Stabler, man, he was – I went to Oakland when I was with the Falcons. I went on uh, – that was, that was another great moment to watch Coop play and mm -hmm. do so good as he did against us. And um, you never know how much 
history Alabama has until you really look into it. And yeah, when I was there, it was Richard Todd who played for the Jets and Jeff Rutledge and Tony Nathan and those guys back right. in the day. So Alabama's always had great players. Now, yeah. I mentioned Gainesville, Georgia. I said Gainesville, Florida first. Gainesville, Georgia is also the hometown of a guy that you know well who's playing for the, uh, the Clemson Tigers in this most championship game, Deshaun yes, Watson, yes, who's sir. a great quarterback. But you're going to root for him because he's 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 like your little brother from your hometown. Oh yes, sir, most definitely. I'm a, uh, whenever he's whenever he makes a great play, I'm gonna clap my hands and say keep keep going, man. But you know when the Todd does something, I'm a I'm a cheer too. I don't know if it's gonna be like more to Deshaun <laughs> or whatever. But like at the end of the day, you know I want the Todd to win. I bleed crimson and white, you know. So I want. Have you been getting a lot of heat from the Crimson Tide fans because you're rooting for Deshaun Watson? Oh no, I made the same comment last year, and they just told me, "Hey, I respect it. You know, that's family, and a lot of people know me. You know, and I'm I'm a very outgoing person, and you know, just want nothing but love and happiness around me. And um, I want the best for Deshaun, man. I seen him from when he was in eighth grader coming over my house, and like we watch football, we talk about football, we talk about the great things we wanted to do, you know, and uh. I had a chance to win the state championship, and, you know, I lost. But, like, he came. I never knew he said this about me, but he told my head coach that he wanted to do the same thing I did. Oh, wow. Yeah, most definitely. And, like, you know, that pushed me. That had it pushed me even harder in college. I, I don't think I've ever – I don't think I'll, I – I mean, who knows what happens in the future. But to have someone want to follow in your footsteps has got to be just the, the yeah. most amazing compliment you could yeah. possibly receive as, as a human being in anything. Right. You know, I really feel that way. And I, I think a lot of people – that had that sour taste about him rooting against Alabama. It wasn't really rooting against Alabama. He's more rooting for his friend. Exactly. And that's what yeah. He wants his friend to do Most well definitely. also. Like he said, he bleeds crimson. And at the same time, he still just wants to see Deshaun do well. Most definitely, man. We, we're, we're rare elephants to the day we die. All right, I'm going to give you. Now, I don't normally do this. Look at this. Right I off don't the normally wrist, man. Are you kidding me? With quality items. I'm going to have to post this on Instagram. One that you had just been given, and uh, so it's brand new. And we have another one back oh, Where's the, the one I had? Did you take it away? No, this is the oh, one. Oh, that's I, it, I, man. I put it on this morning, so it's brand new. It's not. <laughs> okay. I haven't, Actually, I've only still, had this. It still, it still has, has a little sticker on it. Oh, man. yeah, most definitely. So, oh, and the good that, thing man. is with, this is interchangeable, so you can take the face off, and there's different bands for this. Whoa. Yeah, it's very Joy Watches, man. They're a phenomenal company. Most definitely. And the face comes out. As you can see, can you do that, They're one of our sponsors, so you can you just take the inside out. And then uh, you can use different watch bands with it. Ooh. But I'm wearing, very, very Brian one. I'm wearing the Brad Bryan one. I'm wearing the houndstooth because Brad Bryan didn't invent houndstooth. Right. He just everybody knows in this country. Exactly right. They see the houndstooth, they think of the fedora. Bear Bryant yes, with the houndstooth. I had uh, I put it on when I signed to Alabama. Oh, did you really? Yes, sir, I did. <laughs> did you really? That was, that was wow, great. Man. That was great. I knew about the houndstooth before I even came. You know. So how many how many people have given you your own personal houndstooth man, nobody, watch, man? Nobody. You're gonna post this on Instagram? I am. Man? I'm gonna uh, post you follow Instagram. me on Twitter. By the I'm way, I'm gonna go on live too. Instagram is going like doing very well right I now. Yeah, I know. I, I need to. We need to be more active. We're on Facebook Live right now. The only thing about Instagram that I don't like is that it doesn't allow uh, naked you, pictures you know, anymore. It doesn't allow oh. the like, like because like I have different things that'll so automatically post about uh -huh. Twitter and Facebook and right. Instagram is kind of its own little entity. Mm -hmm. And yes, I'm like, yeah, you need to get with the program. So <laughs> I when I like, post something on Twitter, it goes automatically to my Facebook page. Right. Okay. And okay. so that's just easy because I'm yeah. lazy. You gotta but you watch. Got, you gotta work sometimes. on Instagram. Yeah, right? They try to get you with it because they try to like if they see that you have multiple accounts. They try to get to you to like where, hey, if you 
get a Twitter account, we'll we'll tag it in with your Instagram. So whenever you post something on Twitter, it'll go all right. already go on your Instagram. So you got to go all the way in the settings. Like my daughter, my <laughs> sisters, and all they teach me all of that. Okay, so like I know I sound very well known about this, but like I'm learning this like it's like by me, day. man. I don't know any of this. I mean, I'm I'm into it. And I understand its importance because you got to have you right. got to have Twitter, you got to have Facebook, you got to have Instagram now. Yes, sir. You that's because that's how you reach people. That's why that's we do Facebook is. Live. Well, but the other thing is really, I mean, like think about it. Back in the day. You would never be able to communicate Not with your all. heroes or the people that you hear, and now you have this direct line of communication. So, there so what's is your Instagram? Uh, what's your Instagram address, man, so people can follow? Oh yeah, you. my Instagram is uh, underscore bsim six. Underscore bsim six. Yes, simple sir. to remember. How come not just Blake Sims 6? Uh, I couldn't get <laughs> it. Oh, you couldn't get it. There's another Blake Sims 6 out there. How is that possible? No, see, that's the problem is if you are already well-known, somebody's right. going to be like, oh, I'm going to do a tribute thing, and mm -hmm. then they get your name before you Most get your definitely. name. But there's yes, not sir. a fake Blake Sims out it's there. There's a, lot, like, there's a lot of fake John Gruden. I mean, everybody's got fake full accounts, but right. they call themselves fake parody accounts. Yeah, like I had I, I already, I know how, like I had uh, when AJ McCarron and Derek Henry and the great guys, when they first got mm -hmm. their Instagram, I'm like, they're like, hey, follow me, man. I just got an Instagram. I'm like, I thought I'd been following you. You know what I'm saying? They're like, no, no, man. You haven't followed we've been on, We've been on this field together, man. What are you talking No, not that way. On Instagram, man. One of my ongoing jokes. In fact, Dean, our good buddy there from right. Clearwater. Yes, sir. How you Last doing? night, we're at the bar, and I said, he says, you're not following me on Twitter. I said, what? I said, I didn't even know you were on Twitter. He's I been see, on Twitter since I 2011. I friends with him. He has a wonderful hat on right there. He's got a Tampa Bay Lightning hat? I love it. I, I like love it. I got to give me a jersey. I got to give me a jersey. So you like, so you like hockey then? I, I love hockey. See, this man over here, Luigi Curdo, man, doesn't respect the game, man. I, uh, I respect man. the game. I just don't like it. See, I was, <laughs> That's all it is, man. <laughs> I was a Blackhawks fan when I was growing up. Really? So, cool. Yes, sir. I, I'm trying to... I haven't found it yet, but I'm trying to look for me a hockey jersey. Oh, and hockey jerseys are yes, hot, sir. man. They, they're, 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 they're wonderful. And I'm so I think sorry. they're the best remind of all me, the jerseys. It's, uh, remind me which Unders what it is. Underscore BSIM6. Ah, there it is. Yes. Is that the Twitter, too, or is it different? On no, this oh, is his Instagram. Everything. So Tony is now following you uh -huh. on Instagram. Okay, I'm about to go. You got to follow me, right man. I need more. I'm only up to 68,000 followers. <laughs> we got we to get one of these followers. Oh, Flyer, we have a final now. Give me the hockey horn. Give me the hockey horn. Oh, it's not a final yet? Okay. The Philadelphia Flyers have taken a 4-2 lead over your Tampa Bay Lightning. And that's surprising right. because the Lightning own the Flyers. It's they okay, own though. the Flyers. It's okay. We're going, they're going to turn it around. No, the Lightning are good, man. As oh, I yeah, said yesterday, definitely. Most definitely. no team that I could ever remember keeps fighting goalie after goalie, man. Right. The teams like the Flyers keep looking for goalies for the last 35 <laughs> years. Still looking, man. And they're right. always looking for the next Maybe great I can goalie. Do something. You think I'll do a good job? Can you Why play? not, man? Um, can you skate? I got good high uh, eye and hand uh, coordination. You know? <laughs> have you yeah, but been on ice have you been on ice skates though? I haven't. Oh I haven't. yeah, I, 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 I made, this, like I made the same mistake. We would like oh, it's, none, it's nothing like rollerblading. Oh, no, no, no. If, okay, if, you, know, if you think rollerblades fall on your face, we would love that's to, what it is. We would love to videotape you <laughs> while you try though. I will. I will try. Like my favorite movie growing up was The Mighty Ducks. Oh, really? So I'm giving y'all like a kind of little history of life. Oh, I saw it too, man. But I'm no Gordon Bank. I'll tell you that right now. You know what? You know the Flyers have the best brother in the entire NHL, oh, yes, man. Wayne definitely. Simmons is absolutely okay. a phenomenal most player, definitely. man. Most definitely, he is phenomenal. Whoa, People love good. him all over the NHL. That's great. That's great. Now, do you man. follow Wayne Simmons at all, man? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, he's I'm, a I'm Canadian a, brother, but he's a brother, man. Yeah, but I'm more of a like I flip through the channels and I see hockey and like, hey, I'm a, 
you know, I'm going to tune in and see what's going on. And have you been over here to Amelie Arena this season? No, sir. Game? No, I How was, can you uh, not be over here, man? They got to hook you up. They got to, man. You're on a Tampa Buccaneers, man. I love it, man. I need you gotta that get jersey, a box. man. You got to get in the box, in the Most owner's definitely. box. Uh, is it cold in there when they play? Like, I don't know. No, if you not like... in, no, no, no. Not in the stands. On the okay. ice it is. Okay. No, I no, no, no. I mean, you're not going to want to go in a T-shirt. It yes, is... you are. No. This is Florida. <laughs> this is Florida. It's but not winter outside. No, but when you're, like, watching a hockey game, it's cool in the No, it's not. Yes, it is. I would ask Luigi, but he doesn't go to hockey games. Would you look at it is cool in the I'm on the prowl now, man. I should go to a lot of things. You don't want to wear a t-shirt. But if you got the gun show on, you gotta flex, man. You gotta you gotta get That's the problem. I can't I can't get a hockey sweater tee, man. I can't get a hockey sweater tank top. I got triceps, they're ridiculous, so I can't show them off. You got an idea though. You got an idea to take off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Instead know. of the full it's sweater, freezing in there, though, man. I don't but know if it's going to work. Like, it's that's something exactly. that you can wear, like, when you want to go you know to the what, beach. Though? Yeah. You know, no. you're yeah. at home watching the game. Like, you I think we're on to something, though, man, because a lot of people, the hockey fans, they want to keep, you know, keep, keep wearing the apparel all year, all year long. Yeah. They can have some. We're on to something here, man. Summer hockey Hey, nobody take our idea, though. Nobody take our idea. Watching us on Facebook Live all over the world. You don't think somebody's cranking up one on a silkscreen machine right now? You know what? Get Pandemonium over here and start, get, start yeah, drawing up the design over here. Scott, Scott Sterner from Pandemonium is listening right now. He's one of our major sponsors. You he, see these pants here, like the hashtag? Pants? Oh, the hashtag. So any, you like that, Any man? design yes. that you want, they can put it. He, we have so many different You know what else right he has? Yeah, yeah. He has houndstooth. He does. He pants. has houndstooth pants. I need pants. the houndstooth. We got to get your hound. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know you what? the emojis? You have the emojis? Um... Oh, can make, they can make anything you but want. But the thing is so that. cool is that, like, if you had a family reunion, say, and mm -hmm. you wanted to have something special for just your family, they could order and make something special for you. Yeah, we got to do that. Now, do you play golf at all? I, uh, I don't play, but I'm, like, more of a driving range kind of guy. Well, like, we got I, something for you, too. We got to get you a putter we have buddy. Part, oh, we yeah, have nice party gifts. Got, <laughs> we got a lovely product <laughs> oh, yeah, on here, man. Okay. We got to hook him up with a putter buddy because he says he's learning the game. And one thing Most you got to learn about golf is all about, you know, when the short game. It's like chipping and putting. That's the hardest part. And we got a, a we got a, a, a one of our sponsors here, Putter Buddy. Okay, that will help your game. And then you can put your club up against it, so you don't leave your club on the side mm. of the green. You know, you forget your wedge, and you go to and the next hole. And look at this. What Hounds else too. we have? Hounds Hounds too. Golf grip, man. You know what? I have a I have a little brother, my godfather's son, and um, he's like ranked number three right now really? as a uh, as a freshman in wow. golf. Wow. So like, I'm getting all my techniques and stuff from him. I'm like. I'm like, hey, I could run 100 yards fast, but I can't walk all 18. No, it's too many hills, man. It's too many hills. You know I, mean? I need a golf cart. Please give me a yeah. golf cart. There's water, there's sand everywhere. Man, people, tell me. Football field is straight. Straight <laughs> and to the left and the right. That's it, man. That's it. That's people it. People say golfers aren't athletes, but those guys walk what? 18. They, they have the strongest day, legs, man. though. Yes, they, they do, have man. Very in shape. You're getting in good oh, shape. God, that's yeah, that's a, hard, that's a long walk, man. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. It might be because he's young. You and know? If, you, if you suck like you're not. You're so old. Well, you know, I just turned 26. Wednesday. Oh, please. Really? You know, I just turned 26. So, uh, Are you I feel feeling it? it? I feel, Are you I feel feeling it? it? You know, I feel like I have a baby face and like I was looking in the mirror. I was like, hold on. I got two hairs growing in, you know? <laughs> so like the older I get, the more hairs I get on my face. So like. Wait, they start growing on your back, Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not, man. Can't, can't, can't deal with that. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to give yes. you the watch right now, man. 
Most definitely. There you go. Congratulations. We got to take a picture with that watch. Most definitely. Absolutely. Post it on Instagram, man. Most definitely. So, Blake, before, put it on now. before you leave, um, we'll make sure to get your information so we can get you some of those pants, too. Yeah, we got yeah, we'll to get your pants, man. man, from Panamonium. And then we got to get into contact because we got to make some money on this hockey jersey. Oh, got to. Yeah. Got to. Seriously. Yes, tank top. Jersey. Are you following me on Twitter now, man, at Tony Bruno Show? You yes, got to follow me. I'm about to do it right now. You got to follow me. Right after I put on this great watch. Yeah, put the watch on first. I'm not going to ask you to follow me first and then put the watch on. No. Because I ain't going to take it back, but. I'm going to let you uh, put it on first. Meanwhile, Penn State's leading Michigan State in college basketball. Believe it or not, 71-63. And there's only, what, a couple seconds left in the game? How much time left in that game? They're in the final 20-something seconds? So it looks like Penn State's going to beat Michigan State in Big Ten basketball. (laughs) In In something, something, yes. That's crazy. That's a big win for Penn State. Penn State's been having a good year. They had a good football season. Yes, they did. Yeah, but their basketball team's up and down. Michigan State's a perennial power in their basketball team in basketball. But that football stadium is crazy. Yeah. I remember we went up there with uh, A.J. McCarron was our quarterback Mm -hmm. and Trent Richardson was our running back. And I couldn't hear. Like, I had to, like, yell it's in like somebody's ear. It's like deafening sound, man. Most definitely. That's what I love Most about definitely. college football stadiums, man. It's crazy. <laughs> I hope it's like that to uh, Monday night. I want oh, to, like, it got to be loud. Over Raymond James. I you might be in... shaking and jumping on the sideline because really? I want to play so Have you been in, so you been in the pirate ship? You had to have been in the pirate ship at your stadium, love man. It. Love it. I love it. I like how to, I love it, man. Now I want to get on that, that, that ship. Yeah, the pirate. I want to get on there. You got to get on. You got to get on there. Tony, you've been on there. You're before. on the team. They let me on there. I don't <laughs> know. Fire the cannon a little bit. Got to fire the cannon out. Got to. I love to do it uh, Monday night when Bama scores. Yeah, yeah. You should. They should hook should. you up, man. I You're I the should. all-time totally passing should. leader, single-season passing leader. Are you gonna, uh, are you <laughs> gonna they're not going to allow you on the pirate ship at the Raymond James Stadium. Right. You play for the Buccaneers, man. Hey, I'm trying to get up there. Play for Alabama. Hopefully, I can score a couple touchdowns. Did you wear your national championship rings? No, I forgot them. You may not be that crazy. You got to. You got to have crazy? the hardware, man. I was kind of rushing because I was trying to beat the snow, though. So does that give me like a... Okay, it was well, snowing in Georgia? It sense. was snowing in Georgia? It was, it was snowing. Well, I know it's snowing in North like Carolina. It's like snowing everywhere in the world except, except here. Except Tampa. Yeah. That's crazy. It's good. I don't want no damn It's good. The National Championship's here, then. Yeah, it is. That's why they have it down here. They don't want to stop. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we're going to... We're, we're going to be going overtime. We already are in overtime. Uh, so let's take a quick second five-minute break. Cool. And then come back because we have some people on hold uh, on the phones. And uh, this way we can take, take our a, pictures take and get our, our Instagrams and, all hooked and, up. And make sure everything's A-OK. Okay. So we will be back in five minutes. Uh, don't go anywhere. Blake Sims of your Alabama Crimson Tide, but rooting for Deshaun Watson and the Clemson Tigers in the national championship. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Oh, we're back. Having too much fun. That's why I love going on the road, man. We get the schmooze. You know, I always use a line, kissing babies, slapping backs, and all that other stuff. We got to release our stone cold wild card locks. Even though we sort of did with Jose earlier, we're going to reaffirm because people want the picks. They want the stone cold guaranteed. And I'm going to give you two winners today. And then tomorrow. Well, we'll do another show from 1 to 3 Eastern time. One of the games will be underway. So we're going to have to give you not just the two games, but also the first game tomorrow because it's a 1 o'clock start, Luigi. You know that, right? Yes. Tomorrow, the two games on Sunday start at 1.05 and then at 4.40. So we'll be on the air during that. But we'll give you the Pittsburgh Steeler Miami Dolphin pick as well before we get out of here today and go back out and start drinking heavily on a Saturday night in Tampa Bay. Right now. Drew, right now, man, people are wondering about you on Twitter and on Facebook. They say Luigi looks either shot 
he either looks angry, bored, or just uh, he couldn't handle last night with I'm all, not the, bored. all the vodka crayons. I'm not shot. I handled myself like an absolute pro last night. No, so you did. I'm you not did. No, you one's, did. no one's ever going to discount that. The, okay. No, I'm not questioning your conduct. See, Tony, I'm you questioning don't realize your demeanor today. Luigi and I have so much work to do while you're conducting these fabulous interviews. So he's just really busy. I'm, it's, not that, no, busy. it's not even I'm busy. I'm just a little bit ticked. That's all. A little ticked. Well, you, what? In that case, I have. I will. I will talk to you, young man, <laughs> later because you cannot show that on the radio. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not ticked about that. I'm. I'm, a, I'm just a little bit. It's. It's. A, it's. A, it is a very overwhelming. It's it very, is. It's very overwhelming. Yeah. There's a lot going on, man. There's How a lot going on. It's overwhelming. There's nothing easier than this. This. We're not digging ditches here. We're making. We're making it look easy, Tony. We do. This is easy. We're talking. We're making it look easy. And you're so, flipping the switches, and I'm out there kissing the bitches, so to speak. <laughs> I didn't say clocking, at least, though. I said kids kissing, now, which is a term of endearment for all of my friends out there, wondering what I mean, if you're following me. Now, we have had, we've had people on hold forever. Let's go to the phones in our overtime period here. Because we, we've we, got overtime extra free hockey today. We, we had such a fantastic interview <laughs> that didn't want to end with Blake. I mean, Blake was awesome. Yeah, he's a great How kid. How awesome was stuff. he? But, hey, see, uh, I'm trying to help. Here's a guy who's in the NFL. He's won two national championships, and nobody's taking him under their wings to give him the tips on hooking him up with product, right? We got yep. him a putter buddy, right? He's, he's got a nephew who's playing golf who's like one of the top-ranked young golfers out there. We want to help his game. We want to get him in Alabama gear. We want to get him on the pirate ship at the, at the stadium. The guy's got two rings, and he didn't even wear them. I know. He's too I know. humble. He's, too, he's like me. He's just too humble about his accomplishments. <laughs> You know, you got to be proud of See, what you've accomplished. You can't say, like, if you are humble, you can't say you're humble because then you're not humble anymore. No, I'm just, I'm trying, I'm comparing his <laughs> humble nature to mine because I don't wear my championship rings. I don't wear my championship belt like Freddie Mitchell used to do <laughs> no. when he played for the Eagles and underachieved as the first round draft pick. He was wearing his WWE championship belt. I'm not going all uh, Aaron Rodgers when he does the discount double check. You see, he did that again last week. Yeah, in that it was game great, against man. Detroit. It was great. <laughs> just to remind him, just to remind everybody. Right, let's all. go back to the phones. Let's bring in another high-ranking official. This man was a former professional poker champion, player of the year, and now he's a motivational speaker. And he even like talks to guys like Scott Sterner, our colleague. I don't know why. I don't know why either. <laughs> I got. Well, I only have one way to motivate Scott. That's a kick in the butt. What, which he does get from me every now exactly and then. Exactly right. But let's bring him on, ladies and gentlemen. The great Tom Schneider. Not Tom Schneider from Dukes of Hazard. Not Tom Schneider, the former no. nighttime talk show host. Not my former sixth grade teacher, right. Tom Schneider, either. You had a sixth grade that's, teacher that's, with yes, Tom I Schneider? Did. Schneider? Yes, I that's did. That's John Schneider. That's John. I know. John Schneider was the guy on the Dukes of Hazard. But it's, oh, that's one of yeah, the games exactly. we always play. We always have, you know, anything that sounds like Schneider, we come up with different names of people. Who Mr. Schneider, wasn't he the guy on... Uh, one day at a time, the janitor dude who had the, cig yes, the cigarette. Yes, he was. Yes, he, was. yes, yeah. he just he died. Just died. Yeah, he just died yeah. recently. But this uh, Tom Schneider. Mustache. You exactly. Do you have the same mustache? No, no, please. Okay. Please. Now, what was his name? I now it's no, going to bug me. It. I'll find it. Robin so, will find it. And Tony, people, people are saying, please, it's not janitor. It's custodian. With custodian. All I'm sorry. Right. That's right. No, it's sanitar oh, not a sanitation okay. engineer. Isn't that what it is? I said I work a sanitarium, not sanitation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> no, that's okay. You, you got him. I think you got all the Schneiders out of the way. You remember Tom Schneider? I don't know if you remember him. Yes, but he, he didn't spell his name Schneider. He was, he was and our good friend Kathy Schneider in New yes. Jersey 
How can we forget her? She's six feet tall and one of my great friends. And not Rob Schneider. Friends. Not Rob Schneider, of course, the comedian who did uh, uh, Deuce, Deuce Bigelow, Bigelow Male right. Gigolo. Okay, the update, the, the final Schneider update, uh, Pat Harrington Jr. Right. played Dwayne Schneider. Yes. On One Day, on at, one a day time, at a Time, right? Dwayne, and okay. he was the guy with the He did a lot of great roles, but that one's very, very familiar because yeah, he, sure. he had the cigarette. He wore the muscle shirt with the cigarettes rolled up. It's a good look, man. It was a good I think that's coming back. I'm wow. going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back, too, once it I get rid of this beard. You ever watch that show? You remember that show? I love that show. Yeah, I love that show. So now, are I you still playing poker? Yeah, did you is your, did you hang up your poker chips? Or are you still playing? No, I still play. I still play. I play on a show called Poker Night in America, and uh, I play at the World Series every year. And uh, I don't play as much as I used to, but I, I just uh, you know I enjoy kind of those types of things. But I don't really enjoy going to the casino as often as I used to. I guess. Now, when you walk into a poker game room, out. now if you walk into a poker room now, like most local casinos, and you get into a table, do they know that you're a pro? And then do they say, "Oh man, we can't have that guy sitting at our table. This guy's a professional poker player." Do you have that kind of uh, problem? They don't. No, I don't think you do. Actually, the one thing about about poker that's kind of cool is that people want to beat you so bad, mm -hmm. and they can. I couldn't beat Tiger Woods at golf, but people can beat me in poker. I mean, uh, hopefully, they have to get lucky to do so. But yeah, they, they you know, and I, uh, the whole idea of poker is to make it fun for people to lose to. Exactly, sort of like the show. It makes fun. It, make, it pretty makes much. it fun for people to realize what losers they are in life for listening to us every week. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We love our listeners. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Now Scott Sterner. Yeah. So I play a little bit. Now, is there yeah. time? Have you played? Can you beat uh, Scott Sterner, our buddy in poker? Is he a good poker player? Oh my goodness! I could beat him without looking at my cards. I was Seriously, <laughs> I was going to say that. Scott would probably be the worst poker poker player ever. I got a good hand. I got a good hand. I got a good hand. Exactly. He talks. I raise. I raise. I raise. Too much. Talks. You're right. He talks too much. He's got it figured out though. He could not He's got it figured out. But usually when you when you talk too much, unless you're really really good at talking, it's usually a tell of some sort. Yeah. I have I have picked up a lot of tells on people talking at the wrong time and it wasn't really what they were saying it's the fact that they decided to talk during the hand at a time where no, most people wouldn't talk uh and so i picked up a tell and won a forty thousand dollar pot because a guy started talking about a football game he put he bet twenty five thousand dollars and then uh, doyle brunson comes in the room and says hey doyle what's going on in the game and i'm like you know what i don't think he would do that unless he was trying to act really strong and so i called him and and he had nothing Beautiful man, that's a good job out of you, man. One of the guys, yeah. one of the guys at, poker, yeah. at a poker table who does know how to talk and, and when to talk is, is a guy like Sammy Farha, and he 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 kind of he gives you like oh, yeah. just little dribs and drabs. He just kind he kind of like lures you in a little bit, and then it's like all right, and then I flip the cars over and, and it's over and you're done. And Sammy's like the guy, you know, remember the cartoon character that would talk that had the cigarette hanging from yep. his lip, you know, like it was almost glued to his lip. Yep. Sammy was that guy. He has a, he has an he, unlit, he, just, he always has an unlit cigarette in his mouth. See, I don't know all. I know, like, Annie, I told you, Annie Duke, I know her. I met her, mm -hmm. and uh, her brother, right, is a poker player. Yep. Isn't that her brother, or is that her brother in law? Right. It's Howard Letter. Howard Letter. It's her brother. It's her brother. Yep. Yeah, Howard's her brother. So I met them in Vegas yeah, at, the, at the old Bellagio back when the, I, I mentioned this story the last time I think we talked to you, when the show Deadwood was on HBO. 
they did a big promotion mm-hmm. around Deadwood, and it was fe- featured poker. And then they brought all these people out to promote Deadwood on HBO with Annie Duke and, and Tom and her brother, and all the top poker players in the world were there that day, that weekend. I got a hundred bucks worth of Binion's chips, man. Do you have Binion's yes, chips? Yes, I have original Binion's chips. Do you have any original Binion's chips? Oh, really? Yes, I do. Yep, my father gave them to what me. What are they worth? Day. I have a hundred bucks worth. They're worth nothing now. I'm stuck. I mean, you can't cash them in, right? No, I can't well, cash them in, but I don't want to cash them in. I want to keep is, those. Binion's is still Binion's is still there. Yeah. yeah. Why can't you cash well, them in? Well, because they're just they're from another time. They're from like the '70s, and I just like to keep them for a keep. It's a hundred bucks worth, man. Who cares? If you go to Vegas uh, and you okay. go into Binion's, right. you're not going to play those. Look, if I'm that stuck, where I got to travel all the way to Vegas to cash in a hundred bucks worth of chips, not to I'm cash like, it in. You go to Vegas <laughs> and you go off the strip and you go to Binion's. Yeah, on Are you going to play those stri- those chips? No, I'm keeping them. They're they're old chips. They're what from happens the 70s. if you're down and you need a nice seven ninety nine steak dinner buffet at the end of the weekend? You're not going to go in and say you're supposed to. I'm praying that someone yeah, in the Pac-12 cash a ticket for me. That's what's happening. Right. You're supposed to keep dollar chips, not hundred dollar chips. Exactly right, man. My Did you teach this man me, something? Man. I didn't keep them. They were a gift. They have sentimental value. What's wrong they have with that, man? Why do I gotta cash everything? I'm, I, it's why not are you like giving a him Bitcoin. a hard time, Tony? It's Johnny not like Bruno. a Bitcoin. It's not like bouillon or bouillon. You want the chips, man? You want to buy the chips? I'll, g- I'll give you the chips. No, I don't want to. It's your chips, but I, if I had poker chips or then casino you'd have to chips, hold on to them. that's because you got horrible luck with scratch offs. That's why you gotta recoup. It would be burning a hole in my. If I took that to Vegas with me, it would burn a hole in my pocket. That's how I am. That's a bad way to be. Right, <laughs> You're my kind of guy. That's exactly right. <laughs> Most know. people will agree with me. There's no way if it's if it's if it's legal tender, it's meant to be spent. That's how I look at it. If it's tender to me, it's legal. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. No, you mean if it's legal, exactly. it's tender. So it's well. Either way, it works. You know, I think. A gambler's money has no home. Exactly. It's true. Right. It just recirculates often. <laughs> actually, you know what? Luigi right. actually said that he wanted to enter a poker champion, uh, a poker tournament. I do. I, I've always had dreams of, of going down and playing in the World Series. I have no, no dreams of winning the damn thing. But I'd like to be able to sit there. I, I think I could make the second day. I can get into the money. You but think you could beat I, no, Tom? I, I, I really, you think you could beat Tom Schneider? Well, no, I know. I don't think. I, there is no thinking you could beat anyone. I mean, anything can change at, at any given No, you have to table. think you can beat anybody, or else you don't want to enter the poker I know, tournament. I know I'm good enough to be in the room. I know I can sit in the room. Do you want to play the main event, or do you want to play? No, I don't know. Well, first of all, you know, getting getting ten grand to to play in the in the main events not exactly easy. Um, But there's that twenty three months zero APR, baby. That works. Uh, But no, but there are a a lot of smaller satellites that are going on. I think I I might want to sit in in like a uh, like a one or two thousand high low, and then possibly move into some some no limit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm more oh, of a like pie gal poker guy. Absolutely, myself, you gotta make you gotta be well versed, man, in the poker world. I'm more of a strip poker kind of gal. Yeah, so. me too. Because <laughs> there's no losers in strip poker. I wear lots of clothes. There are no I losers here. <laughs> it's all about layers, baby. I think all about layers. I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine there's some losers in strip poker games. Well, oh, yeah, yeah uh, it depends on the table you're sitting at. Exactly. You're in. That's what Although I'm I found about. out last night that's that there's a local about. facility here in Tampa run by a gentleman who I knew who used to hook me up with hotel rooms down here. There's now like a nudie resort down here. Yeah, that was that was. What was the name of it? I got to bring Dean. Dean, come over here. I, I, you don't remember the name, but you know the gentleman, right? What's his name again? He's the guy who hooked me up in a hotel room once here next to a fabulous uh, bar so I could just stumble in at the end of the night. What's the gentleman's name? His name is Chris Berryman, and he's, like you said, he hooks you up with the hotels. Are you, and, and, are you talking about uh, Club Caliente? 